and a mouse keep running, running and 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 running, running Hello and welcome to the Weird Science Marvel Comics Podcast, Episode 80, Weekend Edition. And it's a shout out to Wolverine number 80 from the 1988 series, as we'll hear later in the mail. That's a little shout out for Dino, who uh, said that there was a test tube labeled X23 in that. So he wanted to dedicate this episode to it. And Dino gets what Dino wants. I, I, I know that you're that aware issue. of that. Do you? Well, that's I'm cool. And that is the that is the shout out for this. That's why issue our episode number 79. I said that we weren't going to do any sort of sports related intro deal because number 80, though, if we did do number 80, I would have to put Jerry Rice. Yeah, I don't I know about say. you, but Jerry Rice yeah. would be the deal for Eric that. But nope. <laughs> yeah, it could be <laughs> Eric Moles. Uh, but yes, I want to welcome everybody to this weekend edition. We have a bunch of books tonight. And as we do on the weekends we also have a bunch of mails uh but we'll do the intro here get everybody up to speed we do have a website weird science marvel comics.com where we try to review each and every marvel issue each and every week we're close to it again this week yeah. you had just done a life story life spider-man story. A life story yeah. right before we uh started this podcast tonight i ended up earlier uh doing a couple of ones as well and we're almost caught up with most of them this week now i will tell you we also have a twitter account that's ws marvel comics if you go and follow us there i will always follow everybody back i don't i don't have any exceptions i will follow everyone back if you uh end up dropping us i may block you though because i get angry that's (laughs) That's what happens i I end up getting (laughs) angry uh but no if you follow us we'll follow you you unfollow us we'll unfollow you that's how it goes but i do think that if you come back to the you can always DM me and we'll we'll get yeah. you on the unblocked there you list. Go. I just get <laughs> I just get upset when that happens because I, I take it as boy, you were following us and then you just don't like us. But uh we're also on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, all those things. If you like what you hear, you can leave us a review and a star rating wherever you do get that. But the big thing as well is that we have a Patreon account. I forgot to mention at the beginning and the end of last episode, I had to you know skew it or push it in and yeah. the middle but i do want to do the record here. scratch like no i just he... <laughs> ended up doing it I, I didn't have enough time for that it was right in the middle of editing and i'm like oh boy yeah. we forgot but yeah we have a patreon account at patreon.com slash weird science where you can go and support us for this podcast you know this the regular weekday edition uh also we have a dc podcast if you listen to that as well and if you do go over the patreon you get a lot of shows for a, a lot of bang for your buck is what we like to do yeah. Uh, you can support us just to support us, but you can also get shows. And one of the big shows is the weekly Patreon spotlight, the Marvel Patreon spotlight. And last week, what we had on there was Giant Man number one and Star Wars Age of Rebellion Lando Calrissian number yes. one were on the Patreon only spotlight. This coming up week, <laughs> it looks as if Brandon once again 
we'll get to talk Star Wars because it looks like Jabba the Hutt yes. is leading the pack in the voting yeah. so far. And hey. that's one. If you're a bad butt level this of might the Patreon, be the you get the vote. Star Wars issue of all time because I can't imagine Jabba's going to have a ton know. of dialogue. We'll see. You we'll know? see what he has to say. <laughs> Those, these uh, are my uh, hopes. With that as well, with that as well, it looks like your favorite tie-in is uh, coming in second as well that will be on the spotlight. And that would be War of the Realms Punisher number nice. two, which, you know, yeah, everybody yeah. going gaga for. And the minute I like strike force, people lose their minds. Yeah. Uh, I'm telling I, I you, think even that involves clone Frank Castle because Frank is everywhere in War of the Realms yeah, right yeah. now. <laughs> well, he's a quick guy. He's, he's big yes. enough to get wherever he wants. Boy, yeah. in that last War of the Realms, his arms were just humongous. Yeah. Something tells me, though, even in his little side tie-in, that he's going to want to know if anybody's family has been killed because yes. that is his all well, of his that's triggers. His test right that there. is his well, deal. But we're, the deal. Yes, yeah. So yeah, there's a bunch of places. All this stuff and info is in the show notes as well. So if you want to know what I am talking about and forget what I said or where to go, or if you want to get involved, just go to the show notes and they'll be there as well. But we're going to start off with a book. That is ending. It's actually a mini series that is now over. And for the most part, we've said most of these mini series we have enjoyed, you know, yeah. like a Winter Soldier, oh, a Cosmic Ghost Rider going back that far. Um, but yeah, this none one of them have really made me angry is the, is the positive no, thing it, about it. It's fun, too. Yeah. And uh, so this one, though, now there is, I, I guess that uh, Cosmic Ghost Rider destroys the Marvel oh, yeah. Universe or whatever <laughs> that's considered. But the <laughs> ones that we stuck that one, with. That one right? hit the trash. Cheap, yeah. I mean, we even like the um, the Killmonger one. You yeah, know, we, we enjoyed yeah, we that throughout. And it, it's one of those where I, I'm enjoying these enough in the kind of deal where it gives you this quick story. You know, it, it they are tighter because they only have five issues, usually things like that. And this one, though, and it is Black Widow. It shocked us. We did not expect to like this. Uh, yeah, this I, was I, I knew about the Soska sisters only from Eric, and it was more of him talking about the stuff they do, horror movie stuff. And as I've talked on this podcast and even, you know, and all the different things are on, I am not a horror movie fan. I'm not at no. all. And I don't so, even watch many movies anymore now. I, I watch either. the Marvel things. I watch the DC things, and that's about where it ends. Yeah, I don't even watch that. John Wick. Is, uh, I'm into the I, John yeah. Wick movies. Oh, I, I do like John Wick. Sean Bean and that. Is he dead? I just want to know yeah. anything. Oh, is he, he is, dead he, in any he of these? He will be dead about 10 minutes into that movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you, Sean Bean gets killed in every movie. Does but he uh, hold the record uh, for the, like most movies? Uh, he deaths? might. I would think he would. Yeah. And also, I think he's still alive in Game of Thrones, right? In the Thrones that Sean Bean, he's the Yeah, I think he's show. about to get, win tomorrow, right? I, I, I get called so. out. I got called out on the DC podcast uh, by you know, that, uh, no, he is dead. And he died a long time ago, were, Jim, so shut your were mouth. You, were I'm you like, triggering yeah, I a Game of Thrones uh, Yeah, I think so. It's just like, I don't know. That was the, I think it was Wolf Cipher, actually. He's oh. like, no, Jim, Sean Bean's dead. Stop it. Yeah. I know. I, I did watch the first season of Thrones, but... Uh, yeah, with the Soska sisters, I didn't know anything about it. Now, in my mind, I kind of it's kind of like a reverse deal where I used to be a big video game fan. So anytime one of the video games that I know and love would become a movie, I knew it would stink because yeah, they all stunk. That was the trend. And so it's a weird deal where. I kind of get that in my mind now of just crossing over from one thing to the other. So I hear the Soska sisters are, you know, directors of horror movies. 
they couldn't possibly write a comic in my mind. It makes no sense, but that's kind of how it's weird thing in my mind. I'm, I'm a I'm a hateful man, I guess. But yeah. we started reading oh, no, I, this. I, I think very, very much the same way. I'm like, oh, geez, we we got yeah. a, a movie yeah. person stepping down and, this and way. Here's, and uh, quite frankly, it, it goes along the lines of my way of thinking. Man, lately the comic book writers can't write good comics, and yet you're going to get somebody that's not involved and come in. But hey, this was good, and they yeah, did a really good job. There, they know comic books. It seems, and I'm not just saying no, like oh, they know Marvel or they know this. I'm saying they they know how to write a script of a comic. Boy, the Sosa sisters, it's 100 right on. They they did a really good job. They seem to work really good with Flaviano on this, where they let Flaviano do some of the heavy lifting yeah, with the art definitely. when he needed to, and then pull it back for the script and all that. And also by this issue, realize that they got me on the feels as well. But I'll give you the deal. It's written by Jen and Sylvia Soska, the Soska sisters, art by Flaviano, color art by Veronica Gandini, and letters by VC's Joe Caramanga. Uh, while Natasha and Tiger rescue the children have been abducted by No Restraints Play, Ed uncovered Fun Dad's true identity, the self-proclaimed Prince of Marjapur. But when Natasha and Tiger confront him, they learned a startling truth. Fun Dad was really tech Ed. He had famed the Prince uh, to Laura, framed the Prince the Lord Natasha and Tiger into a trap and launched a missile straight towards them. And that's where we start off where Tech Ed thinks that they definitely are dead. He's a torching his place so that they could just get the heck out. He's, you know, you have the the Mr. Director. Hey, that's not what promised. And basically he is like, I did it. I got rid of all the, you know, these people who were after me. I ended up yeah, framing the Prince of Marjapur. This is great. I covered my butt. I can go off and continue my no restraints play make all this money sit and in all my these pile things. of money yeah 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 and while all these kids just get destroyed there. you do see though that through this fire you see that uh black widow survived she comes out of that and also you have tiger tiger, tiger survived tiger. unfortunately the prince did not and that's the biggest shame because he's, he had nothing to do with Rebar. any of this <laughs> yep he had nothing to do with it he's the one who died and he does say like Hey, listen, Miss Tiger, please, you know, go on and and help Marjorie. I really wanted this place to be special. I was really trying my best to do this and it just didn't work out. And she says, your dreams will not die with you, nor the memory of the man who dared to dream them. And I'm like the poor prince, you know, he, he did <laughs> nothing. And, and the best is, is while this is going on, Black Widow's like walking across. And this is in the pretty much the penthouse, the upper level of this big building that's just blown apart it's now open sky you see her walk over to them just to see that they're okay when she sees they're okay she turns around and walks off and that's where i'm talking like flaviano you do not need a dialogue there that basically like i'm mad i'm gonna go off no no we know that and and basically all she says are you injured they say I'm not, but unfortunately the prince is dying. She just turns and looks pissed, and she's gonna go off. She ends up going, and I love this where she's running. This one guy's there. He's like, "Yeah, you know the scooter I got. It's so awesome. Custom to Italian. Say. It's custom made Italian. You know, it, my ex was a model. So as is this guy's bragging to this girl about it. <laughs> Black Widow just runs, jumps on the back, and takes off. Yep. Hey, and it goes off. And yeah, she is jumping. 
up on, you know, in midair jumping. She doesn't care about it. As this is going on, it's because she realizes that Tech Ed, if he's the one involved, which she does know he is, he is getting rid of loose ends. One of the loose ends is definitely going to be these kids that they saved. So she's going off. Because remember, this is one of those things that Tech Ed's the worst because he knows everything that happened because they didn't know he was the bad guy. So, you know, she knows he's going to set this up where the kids are. And you do have the laptop there where it's like, hey, click me and have fun playing a game. And this one kid's over there. He's about to click on it. You know, it's going to just have bombs explode black widow gets there right in time ends up stopping it start, starts getting all this dynamite and stuff out of there i mean tech ed not only was much he gonna blow up the place he, he was gonna fill that computer with spyware yeah yeah it was gonna be all of that crap and uh <laughs> you end up where there's just so much dynamite there it's funny she gets that out and then she's gonna go get tech ed who's on a huge yacht off the coast of Marjapur. He has hired these new yeah. guys. He's also, every time he looks at his computer, it's just zero, zero. You know, the guy's got billions of dollars. Uh, he has like hired a trillion. The, I think it's yeah, some oh my 520 God. It trillion. It's so much. <laughs> and he ends up where these guys, these guards are there. And he's like, you know, check the perimeter. And they're like, there is no perimeter. We're, we're on a boat. I mean, the perimeter is ocean. And TechEd's like, no, no, the guys who used to work for me, they, they said the same thing. They didn't get fired. They got killed because they yeah. didn't check the perimeter. Go check the perimeter. This guy's in trouble because he goes yeah. out. This and is, that's what Black Widow just this guy, I'm surprised he lasted as oh, long yeah. as he did, to be honest it's with you. It's so funny, too, because they're talking so much crap outside. They're like, I don't know what we're running. Checks. We're in the middle of the ocean. The one guy's like, you know what? The more money they have, the crazier they have. And all of a sudden, Black Widow jumps out of the yeah. ocean and just, just zaps them. Death. And they get done. And, and then basically for the rest of this, is where you have, and I do like it, where Tech Ed, he's looking at the stuff, he's making calls, he's doing this, while behind him, the guy's getting choked out by Black Widow. And yeah, she ends yeah. up, he thinks that he hears something, there's nobody behind him. But in the meantime, Black Widow is going to get him where yeah, it hurts, that's and the then point pretty much get him where it hurts. all his money, yeah. too. Yes, no yeah. money now. She stole all the money, took all the money. Fun and, and Empty and account. Gonna, and old fun dad's money is going to go into good use. It's going to help those kids and stuff like that. But, uh, yeah, he ends up, Tech Ed ends up being the worst of the worst because he's been doing this all along. He has yeah. let he kids get abused. He was just on abused. the move to that's start bad. this all over. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And now he's even worse. He's the worst kind of villain where when he gets caught, he doesn't just go, well, you know what? This is what I did. I'm going to take you down now, Black Widow. No, he starts begging and whining and crying. And then I'm going to kill myself. He has the gun. I'm like, really? Like, please, Black Widow. Kill him and kill him right now because he is an awful guy. And yeah, he's just like, listen, like he has all these things. I'll give you money. Then he's like, you know what? I was just doing this to find out these bad guys. I really was. That's what I wanted to do. We know that's not true. We heard him before. And uh, yeah, Black Widow's just standing there. And it's so funny, too, where you have Tech Ed and he's pointing this gun at Black Widow. And she's just laughing. Because first off, he, he's just he's such a jerk and such yeah, a wimp a coward, that she yeah. knows 
he's like one of these guys that is a coward that can do all these bad things from behind a computer screen. He ain't going to do anything. Uh, as this goes, pretty much uh, Black Widow says, please, you know, you, you're playing the victim now. You are a piece of crap and you're going to go. But she even says at this point that uh, she wants him to go to jail. Because she wants him to yeah. suffer. She's not going to be able to torture him herself. That wouldn't yeah, be what not she's gonna, all about. Nobody's going to treat this this dude well in jail either. Like no, he, and that's he gets the thing. put in with. The- <laughs> I, I, and that's the thing. She could kill him, but you really get the idea that she wants him to go into prison. She's going to make sure that everybody in that prison knows what he did, and they're going to treat him yeah. bad. And so he's about to kill himself. He doesn't do that, but then he turns and shoots. And this is the only thing that I didn't like in the, this book because you're waiting yeah, for we Tech Ed to get his comeuppance. I would have loved for him to go to jail, quite frankly. I would have loved for him to have the gun up to his head. I'm going to do it. And then Black Widow just breaks his hand and then he goes off to jail and we see him getting, you know, the treatment. But uh, no, he ends up shooting. <laughs> it looks like unless he's not shooting and that's Black Widow using the the wrist cannons, but the problem is the the shot looks like it's coming at her. Then it might be yeah. deflected, but by the end, it's here's, just yeah, tech here's, Ed. I definitely think what happens: he shoots twice. You see the bang bang up top. Then yeah. I think she like ducks behind some sort of cover that you know just yeah. isn't real spelled out about her location. It looks because then looks she like shoots there, once. There's looks and then like gets yes, him it with looks like snip. there is a deal coming out of her wrist cannon but the shot that's coming out looks like it's going towards her not away but by the end what i needed those i think are hitting that yeah they're hitting what i needed though because she says she's like there it's over i actually wished and that might even be a table because there might be stuff but i wish that he had yeah. some blood coming out. It looks like she shot him through his glasses yeah, it does. into it his only eye, looks like he's but there's no really, blood. Kinda. Yeah, there's no blood. And I, you know, they, yeah, for they a haven't book been that, shy about the violence no, or the gore a book or anything that you've in this had book, limbs so off weird. of kids at that first yeah. and second issue. Black Widow was just going through town, <laughs> pretty much killing people as she went and Shopping taking legs off limbs. Off, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it really shocked me that you didn't see blood there. I wish you would have. Um, but then Black Widow goes back uh, to the princess bar to see the kids and Tiger goes and basically is like, hey, here's some money. Yeah, let's get this. You know, the prince's memory won't die. Let's make sure Marjapur has all this stuff that he wanted. What you want we will do that. But then she goes in that. She's like, hey, where are the kids? Like, where are they? They deserve a shot of the future. This money's going to help them. And she and it's really good. They're like, oh, they're busy busy like where are they yeah. oh they're downstairs they're training they all want to be black widow <laughs> they all are training yeah. and it's like i'm telling you it's almost it's like summer camp training, training. It's more no i'm telling you it's like yeah. it's like summer <laughs> camp training where they're down there having fun they're skipping climbing rope, rope. they're climbing they're uh, pumping iron doing the curls with the yeah. girls there because there's Inclined a girl doing bench. it yeah yeah <laughs> like and then you have black widow and she has you know something under her arm and she goes and finds that little girl that had both of her arms cut off and it's just awful and uh she has the thing and she's like hey listen you remember the promise i made you i found that bad man you were very brave to tell me about i can promise you he is very sorry and he'll never hurt anyone again and she opens up <laughs> this package and i'm like is that tech ed's head in there because i i think that that yeah. might I end up What's in scarring the that girl for life. I'm like, what is going? Or the, even the or way she's like, going like, to love it. 
or or I'm like, is that Tech Ed's hands and arms? Like, look, he took your arms. I I forgot that it, the last issue or the one before where when she was talking to this little girl, she said that she was going to talk to like Tony Stark and get her some yeah. like robotic arms. And that's what this is. And they hook in and Blackwood is like, listen, they're going to feel weird, a little strange. And I like this. And this is what I'm saying about the Soska sisters really knowing, you know, the way to do a script and things like that, because she gives this girl these arms, the girl looks scared. And then Black Widow explains they're going to feel weird, a little strange, but I promise you, you'll get used to them in no time. And then the girl realizes like she can move it around and then just starts crying and hugs, hugs Black Widow. And again, there is a whispering that she says to Black Widow that you can guess. She's like, oh, I love you. Thank you, whatever. But we don't need to know that that's between them two. And I really thought that that was a nice deal. And then uh, even zoomed in trying to figure out, I'm like, I want to know the secret. I thought that was a really good idea. Like that, that. That's between them. Yeah. And you you end up with the little girl then going to the old lady that was, she was sitting with. And then you at Black Widow, just thank you, little one. I'll never forget you either. So she's probably like, I'll never forget you. But I like the way they did that. And uh, yeah. And then Tiger's like, I wish you could stay. And like, no, no, I can't. My work isn't done. Like, hey, I'm going to get going. Um, but yeah, they they you see the kids just playing and like you said it's not red room training this is let's have some fun no. and, and be strong like black widow because she saved us and the book ends then by black widow going back as it started because if you remember steve rogers captain america told black widow that she, you know hey and and the whole deal is everybody still thinks she's dead so she goes back and remember when yeah. Steve was like, you can't kill anybody. You can't do this nonsense, whatever. And that's what it started. Well, it ends with her going back. And I, I do even like the line where he comes in. She, he's like, uh, Natasha, what's going on? And he's like, ah, I've been sitting in this room for a real long time in the dark waiting for you to come <laughs> back. Uh, but yeah, it just ends with that about, you know, what are you going to do? How, you know, what happened and all that sort of thing. And I liked it. I liked the way it ties up. And she, you have Natasha say, I've, I've let it go, uh, but it's time for you to forgive yourself. The past can be an ugly place. I can't re- recommend you live there. And then it says, it doesn't matter how our story starts. It's up to us to how it's going to end. And then again, you have Steve even saying, I wish you would stay. And she says, as do I, but my work isn't done. I'm still dead. And you'll come back from all of this going off. And I, I like that. I really did like that. I like yeah. that everybody wants yeah, her to they, stay. They've She's had like, no, kind of a weird relationship. Done in connection uh since he yeah. you know well evil steve killed her in secret empire but uh yep. yeah you know, that that's really what she's forgiving him for here and i like that we can finally maybe stop bringing that up and move on with it, it well it feels even like that black and Widow's even she even says it. and i love that because i love that black widow even says also like people need you steve you know you might not know it but they do need you and you're not a tool or a pawn anymore i wish that everybody would go with that you know yeah. deal and let steve instead just of go hating on. his face <laughs> i hate your face they hate me uh but yeah this is a good way to end it where if anything the most important thing coming out of this book is that where natasha says to steve i forgive you it wasn't you it was it was all nonsense and you know let's move on and you have to move on because I have as well and, and I really did like that I thought that that was a way to end and then you have a weird deal with her face on the yeah, moon no. <laughs> like I don't know that that looks like some crazy t-shirt a black t-shirt or something she's transitioning um, but I from black like widow to black wolf here I guess black I don't wolf. know <laughs> I, I always wanted one of those wolf shirts with a towel but yeah you have that and it ends and she's smiling and it's over so 
Uh, I really liked it. I, I thought that too. this whole series was really good. Uh, it's a self-contained story that, like we said, by the end, even has some importance going forward with her and Steve so that you can close that chapter, hopefully. Yeah. Uh, and in the meantime, you had a very dark violent story that ends up having some feels to it. It yeah, had heart some and moments. it also just had you realize that black widow is kicked butt and also has, you know, feelings for kids and all that too. And wants to do the right thing. So I thought it was really good. And I really like, I didn't know Flaviano before this. I really liked the art. Yeah, I, I thought the too. art was really good. Uh, so what'd you give this? I gave it on the site an eight, five. I'm going to stick with that. And that's probably what I would give the overall series too. Like, yeah, just, I think I'm going to go the as same. a whole. Yeah. Uh, I definitely yep. recommend it. I mean, the art remains the same throughout the whole series. So you pick up the trade. It's, it's something nice you got uh, to look at all the way through the stories. I'm just laying on that for it. I was really <laughs> yeah, surprised by the Soska, uh, Soska sisters. And I yep. definitely, whatever book they're on next, I don't care what it is. I would definitely yeah, at least I'm in. check out and, the and first I'll couple tell issues. You, the only thing that I can complain about in this whole entire issue was the, I think it was probably the second issue, that no restraints play yes, was that said word. over and over. And that repeatedly. was the only one. They really wanted to stress that. NRP, NRP, no restraints play. It kept going, uh, but they backed off from that. Yeah. And and really, it made us quickly. remember what it yeah. was. You know oh, what I man. mean? But, I, st- uh, I will yeah, never yeah. forget that name in my life. <laughs> no, I, I mean, I, I go around, you're down with NRP, and I'm yeah. like, no, I'm not, you know because me. there's awful. Yeah. No, I'm like, they're awful people. I don't want to be involved with that. But no, I think that overall, I'd give it an 885 for a whole deal. I really, really liked it. And if you didn't read the individual issues, and when it comes out in trade, if you, you know, hey, I want something fun, I want an action movie type deal, and you're a Black Widow fan, I, I see no reason not to yeah. get it. If you it, got a quick really plane good. ride, it'll definitely I mean, even that, help even you if, there. Even if you have to wait, it's a couple months from now, like next month or the month after, it'll start hitting the Marvel Unlimited app if you have that as well. Yep. And give it a shot. Give it a shot because it's well worth it. I really, really liked it. And I'm glad that we decided to read it because this would have been a book that I never would have even heard about because I don't see a lot of people talking about about it, and no. it's a shame uh but we're gonna go to the next book all right and the next book is one that i do believe will be the last time we talk about it we were talking yeah, right before we started recording this it is old man quill and it's old man quill a number five we gave it a shot i mean me and you have enjoyed the old man books i haven't enjoyed yeah. uh old man hawkeye which we didn't really talk about on this podcast yeah, obviously you're a big fan almost. of old man logan into dead man logan so we were excited about this old man quill and, and looking forward to it we gave it a shot it's just nothing much is happening in this stuck in place to me yeah Yeah, it's very stuck in place and and with that we do have a bunch of other books that people have been asking when we're going to get back to or you know even start talking about and i'd rather move on and i did say and we're going to be doing uh the immortal hulk later tonight i said that on the week day edition that we'd be throwing that in here and i i want to do that as well with other books like you know stuff that we haven't been uh, you know up to or things that just started so old man quill 
you know what? It seemed to be like just me and you caring about it. And now I don't really care too much about it, but we'll go through this issue as a last hurrah. It is written by Ethan Sachs, art by Robert Gill, colors by Andre Smosa, and letters by VCs Joe Caramanga. Uh, hailed as a hero after liberating a town from the wrecking crew, Peter had a bounty placed on his head by Doom and was captured after escaping Taskmaster's brutal gladiatorial arena. Peter continues his quest to seek out the only weapon that can stop the church once and for all. And yeah, it just seems like it's it's meandering a yeah, lot. I you, thought you he do... was going to maybe get this weapon at the end of the first arc. It seems like this is the whole purpose of the series. And, yeah, the and whole I series. I don't know. And I don't know how long the series can really go. I, it's I think not it's, selling it's great. So, yeah, I think yeah, it's going so. 12 like Old Man Hawkeye was. Well, we'll see. I think that maybe they were just going to see how it went. And if it was selling, maybe go a little. Uh, who knows? That's that's kind of how they do things. Like they'll, they'll announce it as a series. And then if the sales aren't great, they'll just say, well, you know, it was only going to be one arc. This is going more, obviously. Um, yeah. But yeah, just overall, it just doesn't seem to have... It, it just doesn't click with me. It just doesn't have that interesting, you know, take or pull in. And it yeah, might I, just I think be. They just don't do enough with their setting yeah. and, and everything they're given. And, and I, I, the I'm cast. almost getting the idea that uh, I'm just done with the old man motif. And maybe they have to do yeah, something I think else. Once you send, you know, old man Logan back and end his series, I don't see much reason for it to keep going yeah. on. And even yeah. some of the things they do in here, like introduce uh, Vision's daughter, Viv. Yeah, uh, like that's weird. That's not old man universe stuff to me. And, yeah, and, and I, she I is know. she's a wreck and seems yeah. to be you know on the bad side. Yeah, I, I don't and, know. and you know it's not like her being a female character. Like she's a character that was just introduced to me, like even created only a couple years ago. So like to place yeah. her in this old man universe and like give her a role is like I don't know. It's just very strange to me. It, it just comes yeah. off weird. And it does seem like, you know, that maybe, you know, there she's even in the bad side, but you have, you know, this agent that's being sent to go get the guardians, especially uh, Peter. Uh, and as this goes on, they're just walking. They're just walking around. Uh, we did have, and I believe it was Matt, I guess, who had said that, uh, man, they're not as old. And, and if it wasn't Matt, I apologize, but I think <laughs> it was. And like they, they should be older. And now that is bothering me every panel that I yeah. look at. Uh, you know, so uh, and then I'm sitting there. Well, Gamora is alien. You can do that. And Peter yeah, I mean, D has Wolverine alien as well. Old, but how old should these people yeah, be? Yeah, I know. What and I'm they saying? even say, they say like, you know, 50 years. And so, and it just, it, it's killing me. And, and with this, the big, the big moment in this issue is that, you know, Peter's looking at his hologram of his wife and kids who are killed and it fizzles out and yeah, does. he doesn't have any way to remember them. And I, I thought that that was a little hint that he knows that he has dementia and he can, yeah. he's like, I'm not even going to remember what they look like right away and, and things like that. And that's okay. Now it does go from there where Manus even says, you know what, you know, uh, you cared about them and we got to keep going to, you know, make sure that the church has brought down all that. And what we, we have said throughout this whole deal is we wanted to see more of a cosmic 
kind of angle, you do get that. You you a do end up issue, going yeah. to the Novacore to New Xander, you know, the Novacore uh, homeworld. But I don't care about the the Novacore homeworld. Yeah. That's my biggest problem. We end up getting this angle that we've been wanting to, and then I realize, you know what? I really don't care. I really don't want that. And I realize at this point also, I don't know a ton of things about the Novacore. So to yeah, see no. their the fun future which nothing yeah, is fun here the story at all but it, it's just a weird detour at this point in time yeah. where we're, we're solely focused on the guardians in this church for so long and then now yeah. just to throw that in the middle of this issue it, it really caught me off guard like i didn't and understand and, and where on. we go forward with this i kind of get the idea like okay well ethan sachs he's got this idea for this you know thing with the church the universal church of truth peter getting his revenge all these things but there's not much in between. They are going to get this weapon. But in the meantime, they end up like, hey, there's a they're walking through, you know, the wasteland. And hey, there's a town up there. Let's go there. And they go. It's abandoned. There's nobody there. They see lights on in a church and they go in. And, you know, these people are like get in here quick. You know, they, they followed you. I know it. It ends up being pretty much cannibal, Madrox's, uh, ca- yeah. cannibal Madrox zombies. And they yep. attack. That's okay. Yeah. It's just the whole issue. If you issue. don't get them in the head, they just pop another one out and like it's, a gremlin. But it's the whole issue. So, yeah. you know, we have this thing it's like you're saying. You think it's just going to be about, you know, 10 issues, 12 issues or so. And you're spending an entire issue with zombie Madroxes where if you don't shoot them in the head, they multiply. They go. They give you the whole standard thing of the more they multiplied, the more they lost their minds. They became less and less, you know, Madrox and more and more zombies. And then they just fight And you have, you know, some jokes of Hey, you can't hit the, the blind side of a barn there, Quill And neither can you, Rocket And, and just <laughs> it just goes on And, and yeah. basically, you have Quill say to everybody Everybody, out of the church And you think that he's going to just, you know Hold himself up and take them down As they take him down Because yeah. of the fact at the beginning With even the, man, I'm going to forget my, you know Wife and kids now that my thing's done But instead, he just blows up the church and i thought to myself i don't know that that fully makes things right because i i actually think that some of them will multiply even more now i know if you I don't, don't know if that blows up, all their heads off yeah that's exactly. what i'm saying you might have some problems but it, it just they end up blowing up he blows up the church he jumps out there is a funny moment uh and line where he jumps out of the exploding church through the window and the one person's like why didn't you just use the door? The door was open. He's like, you know, hero things. Uh, but yeah, the whole thing blows. But that's the problem is throughout all this, they seem to have been concentrating and using this, you know, hologram type thing so that the bad guys could not find them. They yeah. ended up having that one bounty hunter kind of guy. Kinda yeah, their... kind of gave it up uh, because at, at the one point they're walking through the wasteland and that guy that's hunting them down flies right over them. And they even say like, boy, that, that's good. You know, our, our disguise deal is still working. I think that that shut this down or whatnot, or it, just the explosion was the thing that brought them there. But yeah, it just ended ends with you know this guy showing up and saying you know i'm gonna take you guys yeah. down and, and it's, that's, well, it's and, one of the church the, yeah, the it's people one of the, the church, church sent out that uh the, to kill you know the guardians yep. here and yep. he yeah. ends up finding them I, it's just weird they've wasted not wasted necessarily some of them i did enjoy some of the issues but yeah, I didn't uh, you know, mind they, it at they've first. They've taken five issues for the main purpose they set up in the first issue which was the church yeah. looking for peter to 
you know, finally find them. And it's not even the main guys of the church. It's really just this side guy. It's so, side you guy, know, yeah. they'll, they'll deal with this side guy more than likely and, and still be away from the church just far enough where you're still dragging this conflict out. And it's yeah. just not And I'm guessing enough. that this guy might be, you know, somebody that will see a Richard Ryder, possibly something like that. Yeah, it yeah. was It'll weird in the middle. twist to it. You yeah. know, well, why we saw the Nova Corps at, at that one point was odd anyway. But yeah, he has, he's powered up and he's going. And I think that that might be a tell that, you know, some smarter people might uh, pay more attention to and know. Um, but yeah, with this, we had the beginning where there were going to go to the Baxter building. That was the first deal that this weapon they wanted to get was at the Baxter building. Then out of nowhere, it wasn't where you had Spider-Woman like, no, 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 it's not there. Uh, You you can go somewhere. And it seems like things are changing to lessen the, you know, the amount of traveling. But yet yet they still don't do anything. That's what I'm saying. At one point, we thought they'd have to go all the way to New York. And then when they weren't, they didn't have to do that. I thought, okay, well, they're tightening it up a bit. They're actually, you know, let's get this going, but it's not getting going. It's just kind of the same. And like I said, where I wanted to see more of a cosmic deal, uh, we're not quite getting that except for that little bit with the Nova Corps. Um, But other than that, the idea of this future guardians and the future stuff it's just not exciting me at all there's nothing that's really grabbing me like those other old man books and uh yeah i think that's the biggest problem with me so i'm telling you i'm hitting it there you go that's that's the the nonsense horn the cancel button uh for this issue though overall i'm still gonna give it a six i didn't hate it it's just not doing much it's just just kind of there definition of average kind of dull if you're not interested in the characters or know what they're alluding to and then you know even though i i thoroughly enjoy the old man universe like i've enjoyed the other series that have come out of it this feels like it's missing something to that degree. Yeah, like there, I agree. There's not enough references to what's come before it or happened yeah. previously. Yeah, that's that, probably that's the really problem I have me. as well. And it just it doesn't have enough of its own thing going on for me to say that this is a necessary old man book. You know, right. it, it just doesn't seem. It more seems like, well, it worked before. Let's let's throw the guardians in there with Peter, and it's just not hitting with me. Yeah. So I think that we yeah, are going to be give done it a with six it as well. Yeah, unless somebody you know says to us boy it really picked up or man you know i really liked it and stuff like that and we're pretty much done with it we'll still review it on the site uh i was going to review this today on the site and i just ended up getting uh way late i think i will review it tomorrow on the site but yeah i'll I'll continue to review it uh and maybe if it gets better we'll go back i i don't think that we're going to go back to it though uh but we're going to go off now to the first section of mail Yo, it's mail call. Ah, uh, yes, it's time for the mail. And if you want to be part of the mail, you can email us at weirdsciencemarvelcomics at gmail.com. Just like, let me get to the first one, John. John. Just like John says, what's up? I love y'all show. I listen all the time. I started with y'all in the beginning and I've been loyal listeners since then. Although I did fall behind two weeks, which is a bunch of shows then. Here's the yeah. thing. It's not like the DC one. At some points, people were like, I fell four shows behind. That ended up yeah, meaning 60 luck. hours. And yeah. I, that was legit when we used to have a like 12-hour podcast. Yeah. Here's the thing. I'm somewhat new to comics. I fell in love with Marvel with the movies, which led me to read 
the comics and I fell in love with the comics as well. I've been reading comics for about five years now, but I'm still at, or I am at a standstill. I feel like I've read every story. I use the MU app and it's about the multiverse or an event. I read comics every day and I've gotten to read a fair amount as a result, but I'm tired of reading about the multiverse or someone finding myself in another event. I know y'all love X-23, Cosmic Ghost Rider, and Venom. I'm currently reading Hickman's run on the Avengers and have read original Sin Infinity and Secret War as a result. Any suggestions? I'm looking for a fun, self-contained series. I prefer Avengers over X-Men. I've read a lot of random series as well. Also, I struggle with Bronze Age comics. I know it's a criminal sin, but I struggle. Ha, so do we. It's Yeah, I know. Thanks. Can't wait to hear what you all think. And he says, sorry for the long email. That is not long at all. And that is John from, I would love to say, Nacho Duches, uh, Texas. I was going to say Nacho Dogs. Nacho <laughs> Dogs, Texas. I love the Nacho Dogs, but you said you had a couple yeah, runs that you wanted to talk about. Yeah, well, I know he likes Avengers characters, but I'm going to give him just like mostly self-contained uh, stuff, um, you know, from variety of time periods. None yeah. of it Bronze Age or whatever he hates. So yeah, uh, that's yeah. a positive because I'm with him. Uh, recently, like Sentry, contained miniseries. Yeah. You didn't really need to know anything else. That was, what, five issues? We both loved yep. that. Um, a, a long-form series he could really check out would be, like, Superior Spider-Man, the start of all that. I was thinking like, of Superior Spider-Man. Jump right or to in- Volume 1. Uh, did you and, read and you any of the Superior Iron Man, the Tom Taylor yeah, Iron Man? That. Was, was you that would like good? it a lot. Because, yeah. yeah, I, I, I thought I, I That would. was one of... The few Iron Man stories I've ever read, like from start to end, it was only 12 issues, I think. Before and I was thinking of saying it, that one, uh, but yeah. I, I didn't read it. So we'll suggest it, that it one as well. It wasn't like Tony, uh, just a typical hero type thing. There was nice, uh, some interesting twists in that story. So I would, yeah. I would recommend that if he hasn't read that. And, um, any Moon Knight story, you know, um, the Warren Ellis stuff is always the one I tend to lean to and recommend because yeah. it's just, a bunch of one shots you can read independently. You don't need to really know much about the character. Um, so he could check that out. And then uh, just older stuff. I don't know that he could pass these if he, he's not into it, but um, infinity gauntlet is eventish, but it's self-contained and you don't need to know anything else. It's, it's pretty cool. Yeah. You know, kind of where all the movie stuff came from as far as end game goes and, and things like that. And then uh I know he wasn't an X-Men fan, but I'm going to throw a Wolverine suggestion in here. Oh, my. And it's not a very Wolverine-y story. It's uh, the Weapon X story, kind of um, how he he got, you know, the adamantium and everything in his body. But there's a couple mind twists in there that that make it really interesting. And it's really only about Wolverine himself at the very, very last few pages other than that. Yeah, and I I had um, already suggested I sent him an email back. To him right away and told him uh, the Brian Va- uh, the Brian K. Vaughn uh, Runaways that I yep. really, really like. So I had sent him to that. So hopefully those are some cool suggestions for him. And if he reads any of those, I'd like to hear what he thought of them. Uh, now I have to go read Superior Iron Man because I'm a yeah. big Tom Taylor fan. Yeah, you'll fan. definitely and, like that. Yeah, some I cool remember twists. when he went from DC uh, and went over to Marvel. It was one of the first things that he had done. And I, I read the first issue, I believe, and liked it. But then I... I really wasn't in the Marvel stuff and didn't know what was going on. So I ended up, you know, skipping it. Um, But also you you could always grab some, uh, 
you know, classic uh, Deadpool or something like that. Yeah. You know, we we actually like a lot of the newer Deadpool. I know so. he could really jump into any Deadpool. It's it's yeah. pretty self contained in a, in yep. a, uh in itself. You know, he yeah. doesn't have to read. So there you else. go. But yeah, thanks, John, and I hope those help out. The next is Dino. Says hi, Brandon and Jim. I know you've been dedicating your episode numbers to sports figures, so I was hoping for an exception. X. Exception, he Slid says, in there. and Wolverine number 80 from the 1988 series. There is a test tube labeled X23. So I was hoping you can dedicate this episode to that issue. And we did. He says, if not, no big deal. The real reason I wanted to talk to you was about Black Widow number five. I really love the Soska sisters and thought they did an amazing job with this series. They wrapped up the series really well. I seriously hope Marvel gives them another series sooner than later. I would love to see them write an ongoing Wolverine series or dare I say X23 and Gabby series. That'd be pretty cool. What yeah. do you think of Black Widow's last issue? When we talked earlier, we really liked it. And we like yeah. the whole deal. We like the whole, whole series. series if you could pick the next Marvel character characters for them to write, who would you pick? You had a pretty good suggestion. Yeah. Uh, when well, my suggestion was about. I think they'd suit uh, like an Electra miniseries pretty yeah. well. I think that would be cool. Yeah, um, I, I, I don't I know really anything else coming to the top of my head. I, I, I like the way she brought up Wolver or they brought up Wolverine references in their stories. Yeah. Make me think they might do all right with a Wolverine, like a crazy yeah. Wolverine story. I think they would do good with next twenty three. Would actually yeah. be pretty good, but I'd be afraid that it, it'd end up a little bit too much like this Black Widow one. But maybe they'd have something. I'd love them to do an X twenty three and just make sure they don't have it where you know Laura's just going after clones. clones. You know, yeah. do something different with Anything. it. Uh, which uh, maybe else. they would. Maybe that fresh you know look and fresh blood doing that would it would get that going. Uh, but yeah, they get hired I, I, to go around and throw birthday parties. Yeah, go. I'd do that. I'd go with that. <laughs> also, did you guys read this week's Uncanny X-Men? Spoiler, Captain America is really mystique, and Emma Frost is once again pulling Cyclops strings. There's a spoiler, right? I haven't read it yet. Uh, no, I neither. wasn't even planning on reading it. Yeah, uh, Because I'm telling you, once that Hickman stuff, and he announced that the, the whole news? X-Line was yeah. getting canceled and stuff like that, I'm like, well, I don't need to listen. Although that and does I, sound interesting, I will admit. Yeah, that, that does. <laughs> It does. I, I'm just waiting to see, you know, all the things. But I'm telling you, I said it on the Patreon news show. Just the idea that Hickman just seems really proud that he got them to cancel all the books and stuff really comes off as a jerk to me. But yeah, I mean, it's just me. I, I don't yeah. know anything about well, it. I, uh, just who seen... was our first email from? What was his name? John? John, yep, John. Yeah, he he mentioned like he's that's reading where he the is Hickman in Avengers. his reading point. Yeah, yep. and, and that's where yep. he's getting lost because, yeah, all it is is just tying into multiversal stuff and high concept, a lot of a lot of yeah. talking about just those high concepts. And you, you can just get your brain twisted up and not enjoy it pretty quickly. Yeah, I, I just I'm telling you, I read that that news and did it for the news show. And it's just like he really seems very proud of himself that he got them to cancel all those books. There are people writing those books. <laughs> you know, there's, you know, Matthew Rosenberg. We're not exactly the biggest fans of but Kelly Thompson doing the Mr. and Mrs. X and all yeah. those. Some, everything some seems to like just be canceled. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it just stinks. But we'll see. And I'm sure people will love the whole deal. And, and in Hickman's defense, he's kind of saying, like, this is what needs to be done so they can go forward and get the X books back to being yeah. really big. I wonder if that because, deal involved Wolverine. Yeah, we'll see. Because they I'm love saying, Wolverine books. I yeah, mean. yeah. And I'm, I'm telling you, the whole thing... 
the Xbox don't really have much hype going with them right no, now. They so don't. maybe it was what they needed. I just didn't so like many the tone reboots, of it. so many different directions in yeah. the last few years. Even the hardcore fans are kind of confused and lost. At well, this and that's point. what Hickman kind of was saying is basically this will be the reboot redo that will carry for years. The so rebirth, that it could be quote, steady, unquote. you know. Yeah. yeah, he just seems to think that this will be the one that'll go on steady for a couple of years and let yeah, everybody. Yeah, we'll see. They tend to ignore on. what he does when he walks away. Yeah. So we'll see. Well, we'll see. But that is the end of the mail section number one. We actually have two mail sections tonight. So thank you, John and Dino. And then we're going to go back to some books. All right. And we're going to go to two books in this section before we get back to some mail. And what are we starting with, Brandon? Guardians of the Galaxy number five, written by Donnie Cates, art by Jeff Shaw, colors by David Carell, letters by VCs Corey Pettit. Star-Lord and the rest of the Guardians track down Gamora to warn her despite Peter's reluctance after her betrayal. However, while attempting to alert the Guardians to that same threat, Nova accidentally led the Dark Guardians straight to their target. In the ensuing battle, Peter threw himself in front of a laser blast meant for Gamora and suffered the consequences. Yeah, and the consequences were pretty much nothing. That he Squat, was wearing yeah. armor. Uh, it, it's right he learned off the his bat. lesson from the first time. Yeah, you and at least, at least you. Uh, you know, Donnie Cates doesn't end up, you know, pushing that along. It's right off the bat. I do like the little Groots kicking him, telling him to wake up. <laughs> I am stabbed, they're yelling. And yeah, this, uh, this is like one of the complaints I told you when we got started. It's weird. The bad guys at this point have taken Gamora, and all the good guys are just sit, sitting here standing yeah. around at Peter. Yeah. <laughs> and, and it's funny because. Because this is one of those books that it seems as if it's you either love it or hate it, it seems. I Actually, I say that. I'm right in between. I don't yeah, hate it. I don't I just, I've said it all I along. I find it I've to be it, very much like Old Man Quill, just eh. Yeah. I, I said it throughout the, you know, up until this issue, is the idea that... I'm just here to get some Guardian stuff. I know that this is tying up a lot of other things, a lot of Thanos stuff that Donnie Cates had done before, uh, stuff that I didn't read all of. But when you had this Donnie Cates book, which I love Donnie Cates, so, you know, Guardians of the Galaxy, there's one of the books and teams that I wanted to get when I came on with the fresh start. So, again, this is where I ended up in the Slack chat where me and John Jack were uh, having a friendly conversation on Friday night. But uh, it it did end up seeming like we were fighting. I was not fighting. I was just saying that there's a lot of times that when we're talking on the podcast – I end up, I'm going from my point of view. And my point of view on this is I want some Guardians of the Galaxy. In the meantime, I'm here for the story of who Thanos, you know, ended up downloading or uploading his consciousness to, trying to figure that out. I thought it was very obvious that it wouldn't be Gamora, though they keep pushing that for that. Um, But yeah, I'm here for some of the moments, some of the characters. And this does have some moments in it, especially, you know, when Lockjaw shows up. That's pretty cool. I still uh, it, find uh, Groot that talks to be very enjoyable too. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah he's like, like he ain't dead. He's fine. And, and, and what I really like <laughs> is the little idea. Groot kicks Peter to yeah. get him up. <laughs> oh, I, I'm telling you, I like the little Groot ki- kicking Peter going, I am stabbed. And they're I, trying to get yeah. him up. He goes up. Now, here's where I can say that, you know, I'll give the wink wink to John Jack uh, because he always loves having little name drops or characters that he is privy to that a lot of people aren't. Well, I am 
privy to something in this that even the joke in this by Donny Cates is a lot of people aren't. So are you because yep. there is a big reference to the death of the Inhumans miniseries. And they even say when when you have Beta Ray Bill, he gets uh, Lockjaw in. It looks great. He's like, you know what? We need to find Gamora. We need a bloodhound. And a portal opens. Lockjaw comes out. And the whole joke in that book of the death of the Inhumans was the idea that Beta Ray Bill and Lockjaw have had this secret history yes, that nobody yeah. knew about. And, and with this, I love the joke here that Donnie Cates is throwing. Buddies. Yeah, Donnie Cates is throwing shade at himself. Where you have Beta Ray Bill, and he's like, "Hey, listen, you know, me and Lockjaw, we go back way back, and pretty much I was helping him when, uh, during this kind of death of the Inhumans thing, where they were being slaughtered by a guy named Vox under the orders of a mad band of." And and you have uh, Peter go, Peter, wait, yeah. I didn't hear about that. And Beta Ray Bill goes, not many people did. <laughs> yes. And it's such shade thrown at his own I miniseries. I like being in on the in crowd in this instance. Yeah. So I'm like, I can see how it is. And it's so funny that when Beta Ray Bill is like, yeah, not many people heard of that. It's such shade that Donny Cates is throwing at himself for that miniseries that not many people read. Uh, yeah. And I thought that was great. And I thought that it was a really good use because, like you said, a lot of the times in this book so far it's a lot of standing around it's a lot of guys yeah. it's a lot of people coming and grabbing somebody and running off without anybody and that's chasing even what them. we're doing up until like page 10 here when we transition yeah. finally well, what to i like about team. this though actually is you have beta ray bill awesome character people love him fan favorite he's just yeah. kind of been hanging out actually now there's a purpose for him and the purpose is to get lockjaw and they go to find gamora and i'm like okay this is picking up. And, and again, this is issue five of a six issue story. It says at the beginning, five of six. So this is the setup for the six issue. I'm actually just waiting for this stuff to kind of get done Kick so I can gear. go and have a Guardians of the Galaxy book where the big thing before when the big announcement for this book was, was, oh my God, who's going to be on the team? You had all these characters announced. You had a lineup. You had all these things. And that, it it wasn't quite that book. You know no. what I mean? It was kind of a little bit of yeah, a, you I, I know, think bait that's and switch. some of our disappointment with that's yeah. some of my disappointment personally with it. Like I wanted a shaken up team of guardians of the galaxy. And it, it seems like we're really dealing with a lot of the same team, maybe which is yeah. better ready to bill, bill here for a little bit. And yeah, and, you know, I, I don't hate it. I don't hate no. it, but it's just not grabbing me like I thought it but would. But when, when we I first, first heard solicit. of this deal and we first had the deal, and, and I'll tell you right now, the idea of us loving Cosmic Ghost Rider and that mini series, the Frank Castle Cosmic Ghost Rider, and stuff like that, I'm kind of past that now. I have to I say like that, that doesn't Cosmic ex- Ghost Rider mini series. Yeah, what that's I've what learned. I'm saying. <laughs> but it's it's too far from that to for me to get excited for seeing to him in this be an book automatic every time he, he appears, has and yeah. he hasn't been doing much. Right. So, you know, I'm waiting for uh, him, he and here he kind of jumps. Yeah, point. that's what I'm saying. He kind of jumps up and goes. But you do go back and see where Gamora is taken. You have the, you know, the Guardians team going after her. But in the meantime, Gladiator has taken her back. The Dark Guardians, uh, to, yeah. yeah. to the Lalandra 4, the flagship destroyer of the Shi'ar Royal Armada. They go with that, and then pretty much, and this isn't a joke, it kind of is all hell breaks loose because that's pretty much what happens. You have You know, everybody shows up. Yeah, Black Order shows um, Hell's going to town. uh, People are getting killed that they don't need. And I mean, this is a pretty quick 
issue because we'll just say it Eros at the end that's the deal we, yeah. we find out that at the end he's the one who has you know Thanos inside him and then by the end he ends up you know pretty much uh, transferring his to consciousness the yeah to yeah, Thanos yeah back and one of the big things is is that he you know through Thanos talking through his body says you know I feel sorry for my brother he's not going to survive with, with this transfer he's just going to go down uh, you know he could have proved you know an okay ally but that's not how things are going to go and he ends up you know pretty much getting his consciousness back in the body that we saw the black order was going around and collecting and things like that so they're going to redo thanos and again i I, i'm you know i know it's a big deal i see the deal but it's not to me really so it's like one of those things that it's just not my book. It's not my yeah. story, I mean, not I my like thing. I like Thanos being back. That excites me. I hope, you know, now that this is out of the way and done, we can move on with the Guardians actually doing something in this story instead of just being reactionary and, and standing around a bit. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, you know, I, I don't, this is, this is what I like more than Old Man Quill by the end of things here. And it, it keeps me on board for now, but I'm very, you know, tr- you know, standoffish about it. I, I would yeah. say I'm, I'm not sold totally. Yeah, and like I said, there are a lot of people who we were talking to that love it. They love this book, and that's that's fine. I can see why. I can see, you know, if it's your story, if you're real into the, you know, Thanos and the Black Order, all these things. It's just not my side of things. It's yeah. just not something I I was going into this fresh start and going into the Guardians book when it was announced to be this book that I can just kind of jump on and have some fun. It was going to be my fun book, and this is fun and. In a, in a weird way, I guess. Um, but up until now, it just seems like the Guardians book was a means to an end to have this Thanos deal kind of work out and get resolved and things like that. Uh, so I'm not fully invested just yet. But even so, I think that this issue looks great. I love yeah, the I beginning. I mean, amazing. and that's the thing: the beginning with Beta Ray Bill, and, and you know, when you have Lockjaw come in, you have some of that conversation, even though they're just standing around. I was enjoying that. It's just when we go and see and the big reveal where I was just like, okay, I realized when that big reveal is like, yeah, this isn't, you know, I don't really have a horse in this race. I'm just here for the ride. And, you know, I can go with it. It's just not my thing. Uh, on the site, uh, Dispatch did the review. He gave it a seven, I believe. And I think I'm right there. I mean, yeah. I'm talking about it. I'm, I don't hate this. It's just one of those where I'm just not that invested in it yet. No. Nah. I'll see how it's going. It's it's one of those. But yeah, I'll go 7 out of 10 as well. And that's a lot of the art. Uh, what would you give it? Yeah, I'll go. Uh, actually, I'll go 7-5. I'll be Mr. Positive here today, right. uh, mostly because Thanos is back at the end, and that excites me. I, I kind of get a little bummed out that Cosmic Ghost Rider really uh, got me excited and into this book yeah. at first. And he, he seems to be just you know cast off to the side and neutered by the, the middle of this issue, really. Um, but, you know, I like the Guardians team. The The new Groot is very interesting to me. I like yeah. Better Ray Bill and I like Lockjaw. So yeah. I really want to see them maybe go after Thanos, see what happens here. I'm not sure where this is all leading really still, but I like that Thanos is back. Yeah, I, I would guess that they're just going to go scoop up Gamora and then we'll just kind of continue that way. Maybe. I don't yeah. know. Maybe they'll even grab Cosmic Ghost Rider, you know, kind of if they can and go on and then we'll have this deal. But I just need, you know, I... I 
I hate when a book is like so centered on just this one thing as it starts, and it's a thing that I wasn't privy to in, in the beginning. So yeah. it, it's, it's one a lot of, those. of back like I said, to be invested. Yeah, like in I this said, book. this is more of a book for people who are reading, you know, Donnie Cates' Thanos deal, and even before he was on it and all that sort of thing. That just wasn't me. But we're going to move on to the next book, uh, and that is a book that we said we were going to talk about, start talking about again. And what is that, Brandon? That's Incredible Hulk number 17. Immortal Hulk. How dare you? How dare dare you say Immortal Hulk number 17. Yes. I was looking at the legacy number before we got started here, and maybe that's why it's plugged in my brain like that but you just got the nonsense doesn't horn matter for that. al ewing blocks us anyway so it's yeah, written by al ewing he doesn't talk to me art by joe bennett colors by roy jose uh may, maybe inks by roy jose and colors by paul mounts i yeah. don't know because the credits are hard to figure out here they're not really we don't have a traditional recap page in the incredible yeah, hulk no, i would say no but uh yeah, yeah i mean this starts off with hulk He's trapped in the old base, um, Shadow Base Site A, and they yep. they kind of you know led him there. They and, led him and there, then yeah, blasted with him Jones's with radiation, body. the sunlight, so he turned into Banner, and he's yeah, wounded. and basically, yeah, they have an artificial sunlight throughout the whole base. They led him there with the body of Rick Jones. He has followed yeah. that, uh, trying to figure it out, and as he went in there, uh, they ended up flooding it with the sunlight and ended up you know basically turning him into Banner and then shooting him, and we find out. Uh, that the uh, bushwhacker yes. here, he's he's an android, Luke which and, makes uh, sense. What's his name? Uh, Luke and uh, what was the other bushwhackers? Yeah, I name? forget the bushwhackers <laughs> when they'd come walking in. I used to love I the way they'd go Earl. into the I'm deal. Of like, yeah, I can't uh, remember. My name is Earl, I guess. I yeah. don't know why I'm but thinking yeah, bushwhackers. And it, it kind of makes sense the way he has been making weapons out of his arms and things like that. So, you know, he is a almost made of plastic, the way he kind of spells it out. Super tough plastic. He's a CIA cyber Borg, uh, but he wants to toy with Bruce. He yeah. he really wants to wants to hunt the most dangerous game. Yeah, and it's one of the worst things. And they even can tell, you know, when they're watching from Shadow Base Site B, where they're like, pretty much, you know, just kill him, please, you know, get him done here because we need to do it now. Before they ended up killing Doc Samson, as far as we know, the last issue and a lot of things happened in the last issue because when he did become Banner at the last issue, they did say like. Hey, Banner, come out. And he's like, I'm not Banner. I'm Joe. Yeah. And I was like, huh, Joe what's going on? Yeah. And it's Joe fix it. And they kind of go through that. And that's a pretty clever way to kind of get that involved. They even yeah. explain, you know, I like it because there, they he had the gray skin and, and stuff and like it that. It almost and, can be explained like they didn't turn him back to Banner the traditional way. So it would make sense almost yes, to me that this he would come out, kept the persona, but tra- transformed back to the person. Yeah, and I and I thought that was really cool. And so while this is going on, and again into this issue. And it's a cool deal because uh, Joe Fixit, you know, is the, you know, a smarter guy. He can still think. So when you have Banner running around as the, you know, kind of the consciousness of Joe, he can still figure things out, which he does. And he can and tap he into to, Banner's skills a little yeah. bit, it seems and, like. Well, that's what I'm saying. So he goes and he can think things out. And I love the idea that as he's going through, you know, the shadow base 
uh, some of the things that they ended up deciding were kind of cool when they yeah. build it, come out and bite them in the butt. Oh, yeah. Like the, the aquarium. The radioactive ants. Yeah, the radioactive ants. You also have an aquarium wall that leads to one of the most secure places yeah. behind it. The where server he just, room, the computer yeah, he just room. just busts through there. And I do like the way that Al Ewing even spells out, like, this is not going to be the, you know, banner Joe Fixit that can do everything. Like, he even says, you know, neither of us are hackers. So yeah, I can't really hack, are, but you know, kind I of can get seal. into this, you know, into the system. Can think them. And yeah, and what he ends up doing here is- I love the he, old it, trick he pulls. Yeah. Well, he ends up going in and uh, ends up making the the lights that they're using. He ends up like tripling the amount, which ends up taking it past the idea that it's sunlight and into the gamma, uh, you know, sector yeah, of that. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's really cool. And all this, I mean, throughout all this, it's just pretty much a chase yeah. as he's getting chased it's a down. like a Jason Bourne type scene because he's out yeah, thinking him while he's kind of outmaneuvering him at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. And so while they're doing this, you know, you have the the uh, military people are watching all this going on and they keep, you know, they they start mentioning we're going to have to, you know, put in plan B here. We're going to have to, you know, use this other person. And we do find out at the end because the gamma radiation goes and and Hulk ends up becoming Hulk again. But it's like the the six headed (laughs) gross Hulk that ends up just crushing Bushwhacker. Does he look like that? I think that it's that. I I mean, you. Usually when we have the transforming, you'd have him doing that. But at this point, it seems like he's already transformed and he's on top of Bushwhacker. Uh, but even that with that, they're, they're trying to get Agent Burbank, the Bushwhacker. And like, Agent Burbank, can you hear us? Can you hear us? And it looks like the mountain's gone that they were in where the, you know, site A. Yeah. And they end up using... They're, you know, back up, which ends up using Rick Jones's body and Emil Blonsky's, you know, corpse and things like that. And it looks like the whole creature from the Black Lagoon yeah. with it, a, a it's, hand uh, the face. abomination. Yeah. Yeah. It's the abomination at the end. And it just looks hideous. And it, this the book continues to look fantastic. Uh, again, I, I read all I've read all of these. I still you know, almost like we were talking about the Guardians of the Galaxy, a lot of these things, I am a little bit left behind because I didn't read, you know, years and years of yeah. Hulk. And I, I can tell that if you have, boy, th- this is like the playground. Yeah, one of for my you. favorite, yeah, I always wanted the issue when I was a kid. I got it a couple of years ago, the, the cover with Joe Fixit and Wolverine, like back to back in the suits. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, it's Wolverine number six, I want to say, or number eight, one of those two. Okay. But uh uh, that that's one of my favorite comics. Uh, it's just fun. It's it's Joe Fixit and Wolverine kind of messing around. But um, you know, I, I like that reference that they threw in here, and and how Banner was you know taken over by Fixit and, and operating. Yeah. You know, uh, g- giving him kind of the benefit of the doubt on this bushwhacker. And I I always love when the bad guys don't kill the guy right away, and it comes yeah. back to bite him in the butt. It's that's always, always one of my yelling favorite at him. things. Yeah, yeah, they're just yelling at him. Just do it. Just do I it. I love and, when and, that it's in movies. Yeah, I don't know why. Yeah. I'm like, oh, it's he's the craziest get it good. deal. <laughs> and so I even like this. At one point, they're watching all this, and and you have a visual from Bushwhacker, and you end up, you know, having the general watching. And, and as this is going on, they're trying to figure out, trying to kind of go a step ahead of what Banner. 
Joe Fixit is doing. And they're like, okay, he's playing with the uh, the computers. You know, he, he's not much of a computer guy. And then when that, oh no, he's a wavelength guy. He's a radiation guy. Oh no. And they realize it and they're yelling to Bushwhacker like, yeah. get out of get there. Out. Stop this because he is changing he's the wavelength. The place up. And yep. he's making it full gamma and they are freaking out. But at that point, you know, and Bushwhacker's done. And yeah. it's it is it is a great comeuppance too to it have is. him because he's just been a jerk the worst. this whole time. Yeah. Oh, he is. He's just the worst. He was the one and that so, shot Betty right through the head yeah. a few issues yeah. back. And as that was going on, that's been a big thing in the in the background. There's still you have that Jackie, the reporter, she's trying to find out what happened to Betty. Like all these things in the background are pretty cool. This issue kind of is a cool jumping back on for us yeah. because it is very straightforward. It's just him in Shadow Base. He's trying to get away from Bushwhacker. In the meantime, showing how smart he is, even as you know Joe Fixit Banner slash you know deal. And yeah, it, it ends up. And the coolest thing is Al Ewing makes him kind of win the day, I guess in quotes, yeah. by doing something that makes complete sense for him. He's yeah, really you know, obviously it. he's a gamma, he's a gamma, you know, expert, and that's what he does. He changes the wavelength. And I just I'm telling you, I love when they realize, even at a point where you do have uh where Bushwhacker pretty much shoots him like six times yeah, in the stomach right and through. thinks that he's killed him. He actually reports like he's down, I'm done. And that they say, hey, okay, start cutting him up. Yeah, we need to head. get him cut up. We're going to use it like we had before where he was in the jars in and the stuff, jars, which was yeah. hilarious. And I like where he makes like the buzz saw hand and he's about to do it. And then Banner, you know, just wakes Stops up him. and yep. he just grabs him. And that's where you have the general like, what are you doing? Uh, oh, no, he's stronger. He's stronger. And that's when they realize, oh, no, he, he's changed it. And, yeah, he has a monstrosity. And yep. it's funny because you end with the abomination. But but didn't we have the abomination before that? Because the whole <laughs> is an abomination. Yeah. I mean, yeah. he is horrible The abomination looking. versus the abomination. Oh, next my issue. God. And it's like different versions of him and stuff like that, which I think is really, really cool. And, yeah, I'm he glad. It looks terrifying in the bed. It looks like there's another hand over his face. I can't saying. tell no, what's yeah. going on. You mean on the back abomination there. itself yes. with that? Yes. Yeah, I'm telling you, the abomination's head is a hand over it. Looks like the creature from the Black Lagoon. It's awful. I mean, this book is full out. I mean, it has been pretty much a horror book, but boy. Yeah, it's if they make a, a Hulk movie even like more. this, I'm totally in on that. Holy moly, yeah, <laughs> Eric Shea you, would have a wet dream, pe- I think. People would probably, yeah, you know, have a, have a fit. They'd poop their pants watching that. But yeah, I really liked it. I'm glad that we got back to it. And as this is going on, I'm trying to get onto uh, Podbean so I can actually thank the uh, the person who asked us to get back to this. So what would you give this while I look that up? I'm going to give this uh, an 8.8. I'm going to give it just short of a 9 because it, it just was kind of a singular issue taking place in, in one general scene. Yeah. And I don't think moved the story in general much forward because I'm, no. I'm really interested in the other plot lines too. And I, I want to see where some of this other stuff goes. But I mean, this was a good issue to jump back on and talk about on the yeah. podcast, and, and oh, kind yeah, of get it me. It was great, you know, fully way. invested and look forward to the next issue of Hulk to talk to just talk and discuss. And, and it. you'll laugh because you'll remember it was Scruffy Nate. That Scruffy Nate. Scruffy yeah. Nate. I, I hope knew he's it still was listening. Wild like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hope that he's still listening, and I hope that he and you know, I'm I'm gonna thank I'm him Scruffy for Brandon you know, right now. I haven't it. shaved in like five days. <laughs> I'm, I'm homeless, Jim. <laughs> is what they call me, uh, pretty much. But yeah, uh, yeah. Th- there's a lot of other things that as we can 
continue on with the series, you know, talking about it, there are a lot of threads, like you said, that aren't even going. I mean, well, the last issue had that crazy monstrosity bird yeah. with the feather and, oh, you know, yeah. Betty and all that stuff. So we have to see how that goes down. Uh, but yeah, I'm going to give it an 8.5. I really, really enjoyed it. I had some fun. It's a fun issue that's just horrific. And uh, like I said, I, I may not get as much out of the book as a, as maybe a lifelong Hulk fan, but I'm becoming a, a Hulk fan through it. So at least I go. And on the site, Dispatch gave it a 7.1. Uh, said the art's epic, which yeah, it is. So, it uh, really and, is. and he, I'm sure that he probably said, you know, the story doesn't progress more. Yeah. But for us just jumping back, I, I, can, I, can, go, I can go with the Plus idea. The twist. Of, which like is the Joe Fix It twist really did a lot yeah. for me, I think. Yeah, I like so that. I like yeah. that. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. But we're going to go back to some more mail right now. Yo, it's mail call. All right, and it's mail section number two. Again, I'll tell you if you want to email us, you can end up emailing us at weirdsciencemarvelcomics at gmail.com. All these things, including the website and this email, will be in the show notes as well. You can go and click on that, and we'll read every single piece of mail we get, including Matt, who starts this section off by saying hello, Jim and Brandon. I wanted to say how much I've been enjoying the Marvel podcast as of late. That means he didn't like him at yeah. the beginning. We started rough, me. I guess. Right? Also, I I recently joined the Patreon, and I'm truly am amazed at how dedicated you are at delivering new content on such a regular basis. It baffles my mind how you are able to do all those shows and maintain full-time jobs. Pretty impressive. I especially like when you guys go off on tangents and talk about things not related to comic books. You seem to do your best work extemporaneously. I'll take his word for that. I got that. I'm like, what does that mean? It means off the cuff. And and that is what I would say is now the weird science uh, word of the day. He says, I'm enjoying the Star Wars reviews featuring Brandon and will love some Conan (laughs) reviews as well. And uh, we will probably end up doing some Conan reviews on the main podcast and putting them on the Patreon poll. Uh, but yeah, the Star Wars stuff, if it doesn't make the Patreon only show, it's not getting on the regular show. Yeah. But yeah, we, we're caught up on the uh, Savage Sword of Conan. So we'll end up. Uh, yeah, probably I got that one in my, in my well. tablet to get through this yeah. weekend. That's my and we goal. have a, a while. That, and he says, P.S. You don't have to read this. But he says, I know no one was asking, but I was bored. So I've attached a potential logo uh, that he said he wants to have for the Marvel podcast. So we liked and I did like it a lot. And Dispatch DCU is going to end up using that as his Twitter banner as well, he said, because of how cool it looks. And I did really like it. I actually put it up on one of the tweets, I think, for the last podcast. So you can check that yeah. out. That is Matt's. And I really did like it. It's funny because I showed Eric that is his favorite Marvel Comics logo when he was a kid, he said. Yeah, so that, that's pretty too. awesome. I know, that was the yeah, one I that's pretty awesome. Uh, so thank you, Matt, and we're going to be using that. So thanks for sending it in. Thanks for the compliments and being a Patreon. That's awesome. Next, uh, mail is from another Patreon uh, guy, Johnny Fresno, and a new dad. Weird Sciencers. I like Marvel Comics Patreon Spotlight number 11 featuring Giant Man number one. I really wanted the Giant Man series to be good. The team of Giants has interesting characters. Most of them get little attention. The idea of a team composed of heroes with similar powers should be fun adventure. Unfortunately, the execution of Giant Man number one had many holes. Then my lucky fishing shirt. I hope the author can get it <laughs> together to finish the series strong. How do you like Leah Williams? 
can make a come from behind victory from the shaky starter. How do you think she can? I'll tell you, she needs to give us more of those characters together. They just seem thrown together. If you want to have some fun. Go Me to her and Twitter. Found something entertaining. Yeah. No, her Twitter is, is, is wacky. She, is she has some crazy wild. tweets. Um, yeah, yeah, I think that that book, if you want to, if that book is going to have a turnaround, I think that number one, she has to give us the motivations for the other characters to be involved, not just Scott. Uh, center yeah. a bit more on Giant Man, since that's the name of the book. And pretty much don't <laughs> just go generic, uh, you know, why you have Goliath getting yeah. upset at Scott was so forced. Then you have the forced Over nature mis- of like these. misspeaking. Yeah, that yeah. misspeaking part. Yeah. And, and then the also dogs. you have, uh, oh. yeah, Atlas seeing dogs and saying dogs aren't bad. The people who train them are. I don't need that <laughs> in that book. I need yeah. them to be They're in Florida trying to you know, pretty much kill the first frost giant while also saving Scott Lang's daughter, get to it. You know, I, they end up I at know. the end Show of this issue something. pressed against the cliff. You only got cliff. three issues. Yeah, you got to get to it. I like the song to Marvel asking yeah. for the avi- advance review copy. Sorry, I forgot what episode it was on. It was just on the last episode. I commit to writing Marvel once a week to support your ask for advanced copies. Keep making great <laughs> podcasts and building your following. Tell all of your followers that Johnny Fresno asked them to join the campaign to get Weird Science Marvel Comics podcast advance review copies. It, it is so funny to just our big that push is. to get these. It's like yes. we, we are, it, we, we're the only ones who matter in this whole world it's just <laughs> us we need these if somebody can get twenty thousand people to sign a petition to redo the last game of thrones season we can get a few people to plead your case to marvel i like to like a million at this point yeah, I think. it's ridiculous three hundred thousand I, I, I think i don't know yeah it's, and I know that people are like, this is just a, you know, fans, they expect the world, things like that. It's just a petition. You can just ignore it. I, I like yeah, your review yeah, of Wasp number so seven up. on the weekend edition. Baby Fresno and I are reading and enjoying the mag. Shame will be canceled with issue number 10, but that is okay. Nadia is a great character. I'm sure she will find a home in other Marvel mags. I do too. And the new Future Foundation mag has been announced. It's a great time for kid-friendly mags. And yeah, that looks kid-friendly. Baby Fresno and I have plenty of reading material have you ever thought about doing a podcast on kid friendly mags no but we <laughs> you know, could yeah. we, we could yeah. I, I like to mix in stuff like that that's why i said i wanted to put wasp yeah, some of on those, the um, deal i almost got my daughter one of those uh marvel tales um yeah yeah issues it's on week. the second issue yeah yeah yep. the spider-man one is like miles and peter oh, both that's kind of the, in high oh, school yeah that's actually the one that's um over at like IDW, the one that they're okay, doing, not the yeah. one that Marvel's doing. It's that tie-in. Yeah, I actually reviewed the first bunch on the site. I think it was I. I or actually, I think I might have even done it on Patreon only written review. But yeah, I did uh, do those at one point. Yeah. I liked them. I thought they were yeah. pretty cool. They're like yeah. the the Spider-Man one that I read and reviewed was more kind of tied into the movie, the Spider-Verse movie. You had, okay. It wasn't, yeah, yeah. but it was. It had the same characters right. in it and stuff like that. So it was pretty cool. Um, the other things, it's weird because we do a lot of DC stuff, obviously, with the other DC podcasts. They don't have a lot of kid-friendly no. stuff. They yeah. do have like, I buy Teen the Titans one Go, they do. Yeah, and they like... have the, uh, the Scooby-Doo team-up, that sort yeah. of thing. But, you know, not a lot of people 
really care. What we will do, though, is try to push some more of these kid-friendly books onto the podcast occasionally. I, I always like them. I mean, I'm telling you, Moon Girl, Devil Dinosaur, and on, uh, uh, what's it called? The uh, Squirrel Girl are two of my favorite books, on, including Wasp, too, The Unbeatable Wasp. Uh, that I wouldn't I really say like, Gwenpool so. is a um, kid's book, but I would say that that, that character is a little bit in the vein of a squirrel girl kind of character. You know, yeah, if you're looking yeah. for something. Well, that's the problem. Teenage finding for kids. Yeah, it's it's hard finding a real um, kid friendly book sometimes. Oh nowadays. yeah, it's a lot of, a lot of places. Oh, don't even like to do um, that. like I read my my daughter before we got on here. Uh, Teen Titans Go this week. Uh, so it yeah. came out this week the two issues in this in this book were a little over her head so even that one at points can like you know yeah depe- depending on the jokes they're throwing out there or, or the words they're using can be a little above her to it you know no. depending what they're doing and he says you covered some of this week's most interesting mags with episode 79 the creative team is doing a good job on daredevil how do you think old hornhead is going to get out of this one I just think he'll be a lawyer for a little bit. Yeah, that's just what I think. Out. And then kind of, yeah, and uh, maybe uh, or it'll be one of those. Is he going to train this cop to be the new Daredevil? Maybe that would know, be cool. That, that'd be <laughs> I'm cool, never but right, cop, but the cop doesn't like Daredevil, so I don't yeah, know why know. he'd pick up that mantle. But hey, and also kind of t- yeah. tell him that maybe, maybe if he gets Daredevil. disenchanted with the force. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I don't, don't know. know. <laughs> I don't think that's happening. Uh, yeah, like I said, my predictions are always wildly inaccurate. I think it might be an arc where he is back to just being a lawyer and trying to do it that way. And then eventually somebody yeah. will get hurt. Somebody will get thrown into the fray that he'll have to jump back in. Uh, but it's one I'll of those where he's going to decide when he wants to. What's that? My predictions are very centered around what, what if Brian Michael Bendis was writing the book? So yeah. I just r- really reach out for left field. Yes. <laughs> yeah. It's just crazy. You guys like war Avengers, the mag with more <laughs> names than a small time pool shark more than I do. Yeah, right. Now I'll tell you also, I think that that was part of the play. Cause it was war, uh, what war of the realms strike force war Avengers. Number one, which I really think was a play on these crazy yeah. action movie titles. I really think that was and, part of the yeah, joke. Being well. over the top, yeah, yeah, I agree. I mean, Deadpool the, the had some joke great lines. Clown for Deadpool, which we did not yeah. talk enough about, which was a crime. Yeah. On, uh, yeah. on and Wednesday basically, he said he was going to own it. Uh, I agree. Deadpool yes. had some great lines, but the meandering story and the artist relay race, and it was weird. He says that broke the flow. The other art was just. It seemed to me like the last six pages. But yeah. on the other hand, like, I oh, love, let's love, get love. An extra buck out of this book. Yeah. He says, I love, love, love the War of the Realms main title. How would you rank the War of the Realms against other Marvel events? I don't know enough about most Marvel events. Yeah. I'm enjoying it as a whole. Um, but in my mind, that last issue was more of a clip show and yeah. kind of getting you. And the main book has been, to me, more of a setup for these other tie-in books than actually giving you a lot. You know, you'll get some big moments, but it's more of like, oh, you guys go there and then we'll continue over here. And really... Like you said, and one of your big triggers of it, they're not tying in these events in a timely fashion Yeah, where you end up with a tie-in that you should have read two weeks ago that just came out now or something that isn't even in something until next week and stuff like that. Which yeah, is well, like this not- Tom Taylor one, we're hearing rumors has been delayed. I mean, the, we just saw Wolverine and, and Spider-Man yeah. and everyone walk Thor right on out of there. And yeah, we'll we're going to get that, that story is. either next week or the week after. Or so, the I week mean, after, that's very yeah. strange. Well, how do you like 
like it compared to some of the events. I'll be honest. I like it better than their recent last couple events. So like Secret Empire and Civil War 2, it's definitely better than those. Uh, I don't know. I'm going to wait till it finishes. I like Jason Aaron's other event at this point in it, which was Original Sin, a little better. So I I was more hyped for the conclusion to that one than I am for War of the Realms. But uh, I, I mean, it's it's still better than you know, I would say 75% of the events they've put out lately. Yeah, I'm certainly. having fun with it. I yeah. like it. I mean, so. I don't think it's awful. I, I, I just find it, it to be a weird conclusion to his long-running Thor title. That, that That's yeah, and, really and about it. This is kind of the thing that we were talking about in the Slack chat where, uh, you know, John Jack, who loves Thor and loves all these things that he's been reading all these uh, and the Jason Aaron run and all that. I'm coming at it through a deal where I just start at fresh start. Yeah, I read some of the James Foster stuff before. But yeah, when you're getting I, – I thought that at the beginning, and I still think so. I think that Jason Aaron's doing a good job that I'm enjoying it as well, even without all of those little context, you know, yeah. little things and little Easter eggs and things like that. That it, I like when you do that where the Easter eggs just expand – somebody's love of it instead of making me lost i don't feel lost yeah i don't feel lost i just i realize that i'm probably missing some things or missing some of the flavor to it uh but i'm getting enough to really enjoy it now i i'm going into these tie-ins with an open mind and i'm i'm actually enjoying a bunch enough so i don't mind that now there's some that i really really don't (laughs) like like journey in the mystery i'm telling you i don't care if we ever look at that book again it was nonsense but the others i've been having some fun with so i i really yeah i I wouldn't say they're perfect books i would say they're enjoyable for being tie-ins to an event you know and i said i i like that there's a bunch of different teams, a bunch of different characters. So if you are a fan of certain characters, you might tend to go towards one or the other tie-ins, but it seems like there are tie-ins for everybody. And it seems like that's the way it's going. Some people, you know, like I said, I like the War Avengers, the Strike Force War Avengers. Some people did not as much, but it's fine because you can just move on and everybody can have yeah. something that they yeah. find you like. You like the Punisher one a lot. I do. So we're yeah. going to get that next week. So that's cool. I hope I like it. I, I liked it enough. I thought it was just pretty straightforward, generic story for yeah, everybody like was. you to go gaga for. <laughs> I think the I heck? gave it a seven five. I don't ah, think I went totally gaga for going it, all but... over the place with that one. Saying <laughs> that, but yeah, uh, he says thanks again for making great podcast and keep the them coming. The legend of and, uh, my score has grown over time. With oh, that I'm issue, telling you, I think. <laughs> I think you gave it a ten point eight. Yeah. We don't even give yeah. that high a score. You got going. I've ever been higher. I remember than the big that, thing uh, was friendly neighborhood six. I'm telling you, you were just like, yeah, yeah, I liked it better than the main book. And I, no, nonsense. There we go. There we go. But we're going to go off now uh, for two Spidey books to finish up the podcast. All right, we're back and we're going to talk about the next book uh, pretty quickly. And it is one that you have not been enjoying so much. Uh, It's one of the books that seems to be like your arch nemesis uh, writing it. It's my craven, you could say. Yeah, yeah. You used to, you know, have a thing against Chip Zdarsky and now (laughs) it's pretty much Nick Spencer now. It's Nick Spencer for a while. Yeah, it has. Uh, But give it to us. What are we talking about? We're talking about Spider-Man, The Hunted Part 5, number 21. Uh, Let's see. We got Nick Spencer on writing duties, pencils by Gerardo Sandoval, inks by Sandoval and Victor Nava, colors by Delgado and Eric Arcianega. VCs Joe Carmanga is on lettering duties. 
Yes. Uh, we got this big old blurb here. Uh, as Craven yeah. and his last victim, last living son and clone watched the hunter's plans unfold, the son became enraged. Their animal themed captives roamed the force field Central Park freely, pursued by pretenders embodied only because they believed piloting hunter bots remotely kept them safe. Unaware of the game pieces his father had yet to put into play, Craven's son stormed into the park and captured Kurt Connors, a.k.a. the Lizard who is searching for his own child. Meanwhile, Arcade, Craven's technologi- technological consultant, had given Vulture a device that weakens <laughs> the hunters, who will die if their drones are destroyed. When Spider-Man learned everyone in the park was in mortal danger, he raced to confront Craven, only to be attacked by a hero... Oh, a herd of vermin. A herd. I thought it said yes. hero of vermin. No, a like, herd of vermin. <laughs> yes. And yeah, you have the vermin attacking Spider-Man, really ripping them apart. Uh, and you have Craven watching, Craven with a little tear in his yeah. eye uh, as things Spider-Man's are going down. Spider-Man's about to go down and, to And Vermin. as you go, this issue to me just has so many things thrown in. You know, you, you have the idea with Vulture going around and having his thing with Arcade. You, you end up, and, and I'm not, it's not staying a lot with, you know, some of the things that I thought we were going to get from since the last thing we read was the Vulture HU deal. Uh, but really, the main thing of this is... Is that Spidey ends up being taken down and thrown in this prison, ends up there with Kurt Connors. And that's pretty much, you know, yeah. the gist he's of the entire He's got a suicide uh, squad bomb yeah. around he's his neck. He's got a, you know, a neck bomb there that he even has Spidey there. And he's like, hey, Kurt, can you help me? And he, he sees Kurt and he's like, oh, hey, Kurt. Uh, yeah, Peter told me to come in here. You know, I was doing this. I'm trying to, you know, help people find your son and all that. And that's what Kurt's going to do. But uh, he can't get this bomb off of Spidey's neck or else it'll blow up. Uh, As this is going on, though, you go through pretty much jumping back and forth between the idea of what's happening right now with Felicia and, you know, Billy, uh, Kurt's son, also going to have... Kurt talked to Spidey about the idea that that Billy is a clone with the consciousness because yeah. he ended up eating him and Same all this soul. stuff. Yeah, and trying to say that I let him down at one point I can't let him down again. Now, in the meantime, you find out that Billy knows all about this because when that was worked out with Dr. Strange, Billy was listening and things like that, heard stuff with that. But really, the whole idea of this issue is Kurt deciding that he needs to get the inhibitor off of him that keeps him being the human form of yeah. Kurt and not able to, you know, so go he can finally out fight lizard. back and save his and, son. But he yeah. needs to break out of here to go save his son by having Peter, you got to take this inhibitor out, off of me and do this. And so that's pretty much, you know, the whole deal that it seems to be the plan of Craven to get this done and yeah. where you know Craven even also on the is, site. he's trying to make Spider-Man stronger which is yeah. his big thing which is and his MO it is yeah, his MO it's yeah. just a weird way to go about it so you unleash a bunch of vermin on him you, you wanted to see him what fight all of them off and he would be then stronger for you but no uh he yeah. obviously fails there and his next plan is to what have him pull this chip out of Lizard's head, which is, it shouldn't have been part of his plan initially because Lizard just got involved in this story. So Unless maybe he already saw that Peter was having issues and this was plan B. 
Yeah. But yeah, the whole thing. And, and like you said, even in the, uh, you know, the big Craven story, The Last Hunt, that was his deal is to make him stronger. You know, it's his M.O. He yeah. wants that to happen. He we even get the, a little yeah, bit of that. It's funny. He wants to be funny. killed by Spider-Man. Yeah. So he and can the funny deal is we even peace, have you know? that uh, at the end of this podcast when we talk uh, because Chip Zdarsky goes through that with the uh, life story in that, you know, new way. Uh, that's even part of that. But yeah, through this, it's basically Kurt like, listen, I ended up, you know, failing my son the first time. A, whether or not this is really his body clone whatever it's him now i can't let this happen again i need to get out i need to stop this i need to be the lizard to do that please help me do this and yeah you have spidey end up doing it he ends up pulling it off yeah. and yeah at the one point you do kind lizard of unleashed. you're led to believe that lizard might have died you know he's yeah. there yeah he doesn't obviously he gets up but then you're like oh no is he gonna attack peter what's he gonna do it's it's, it's more like this, they're foreshadowing he's going to kill Billy again, you yeah. know. That, well, he's and so as unhinged. this is going on, you have Craven's son out there and Craven himself, and the, they are going after Billy and Felicia, and so that's going to happen. But in the meantime, you do have the lizard now, full out lizard, and just breaks out and heads out into the fray. As Spidey's still there, I mean, Spidey still yeah. has this neck he's bomb. Neck he, he can't yeah. do anything, so we'll have to see how that works out. Now it does say next, and you have. You know, a cover that has Craven fighting Spider-Man there. But uh, all in all, it's just, I, I don't know. The story just isn't grabbing me. It really isn't. No, and uh, I, li- I think long. I'm going to like this a little more than you because I do really like the art. I like the part because I don't know much about Billy and, you know, Kurt Connors and things like that. So I actually like to see that stuff, see how that plays out. It does play back into the idea that, you know, yeah, Black Cat's saying, I got to, you know, kind of be nice to this kid wants the deal and this is the idea of billy saying i don't want my father to find us all this time he's been saying like uh, you know my father should be here oh no my father and she's like don't worry you know he'll he'll come and find us and then when he says i don't want him to find us yeah that's when you find out that what happened and he's afraid that if they are all there that if his dad's there he's going to be full out lizard again and kill him so i do like that but as a deal i don't know that it's felt more like a continuation of the hu deal that's what i'm saying an this actual issue to regular me was issue. him showing all the hu issues were important and tying them all together yeah, into the yeah. story and then with, uh, with it just a, seems... even a lot of stuff we've already seen in some of those hu no. issues like i feel like this lizard stuff was covered pretty in depth in that issue i didn't yeah. need it again so. yeah yeah so we'll see how that goes in the meantime like i said yeah vulture there just standing around he's there yeah. for like one I'm panel and they're like hey we're, we're doing good our forces and and the big thing with with vulture is like we saw in his hu issue he pretty much says you know, the, there's damage that you have it like, oh, my God, there's there's a lot of people dying here. A lot of our guys are dying, Vulture. And he's like, yeah, that's kind of what happens. Sacrifices must be made. This is what Arcade went to him for and gave him that kind of the cheat code because yeah. he said, I need somebody who's going to be willing to, you know, Organize let some people guys, die yeah. to, to go and, and do this. But, yeah, they the villains are going down. Good guys are going down. All of these things. But what I, I want more of seeing what's happening to the hunters like we said you get this cheat code we found out that the hunters if they die in the game they die in real life we never really have yeah. seen tons seen of that, that. consequence once 
months. Like, you know, yeah, you, I need you would that think all these people more. in this hunting place would be flipping out, trying to get yeah. these things off. Nothing yeah, seems to be happening. So, yeah, that we, we end up with a, a cool, I thought a cool kind of cliffhanger with a, a million vermin attacking Spider-Man. And it's even on the cover here. And when we get to it, it's it's one panel pretty much. It's a spread page just so Peter can be, you know, knocked out and Captured. taken down to yeah. get captured and it's just like all right well that kind of didn't work out very well uh but yeah i need more of the overall story i need more of an interaction between craven and the son i need more of that than pretty much a full other issue of kurt connor's becoming lizard which is cool that, that's fine but you know that seems like maybe you needed an hu2 for yeah. that, for the, you know, the lizard <laughs> deal, because I, I need more progression, but I do like the art. So I'm actually going to go probably higher than you and dispatch on the site. He actually went pretty low. He, he yeah. went low with this. He did not like it. I believe he ended up giving it like a five, two. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm higher than that. Yeah. He gave it a five, two out of 10. I'm actually going a six, five because I like the art. I like seeing some of the things that I wasn't that aware of, but I need the overall story to just kind of pick up. I need this to be i mean you're doing a craven hunt story this is huge and it just seems like it's meandering at points yeah. and this is one of those points what would you give it i'm gonna give it a, a, a six i guess i'm gonna just go okay. flat six i was gonna say five five but like you i, I like the art a lot in this issue yeah i, I think I, that I like helps it. it out you know it makes it very clear what's going on and you can spell it out i just I feel like this story is about four issues too long. It's overstated. It's Already, welcome. Yeah, and it, it's yeah. just, it's not accomplishing it. It doesn't make Craven and feel I important said it before, to me. Even, it doesn't, you you know, don't even, I'm just ready for We never for him even got the whole idea of this bubble and stuff. Like they've just yeah. completely left that behind. Yeah, everything gets it's set up and, and it's spent, all this time is spent on these things. And then they're just discarded yeah. and forgotten about really yeah. until they're, they're convenient again. Maybe they'll pop back up, uh, yeah. but probably not. You know, it's just yeah, the way Nick Spencer's writing this book right now is frustrating. I'm really kind of here just to see that the centipede guy and what the reveal with him is. Yeah. And, and until that happens, I'm really kind of mentally out. Yeah, and this even book. this is like, you know, he, he has Peter who had that vision uh, that MJ was in trouble and you kind of get like, as he's yeah. being taken down, he's still sleeping on the couch. Yeah, I know that's, you're not getting, there's a lot of things that were thrown out there that are just kind of left behind. I don't even get the scope of how long this has been. You know, you could tell me, me this has been an afternoon. It could be a month. I don't know. Even at one and point, he, you remember he had the heroes like outside trying to get into this yeah, dome. Like yeah. none of that is is really mentioned ever again. Yeah, like that. Or, what did they do? Just walk home? Yeah, they gave they, up. They just like, oh well. Yeah, well let's yeah, we got we but got yeah. uh, frost giants attacking here, guys. So yeah, let's, really. Let's worry about yeah, really. Yeah, but there, where's Peter in that all deal? You yeah, know, it, it just. I don't know. I want to like it. I want it to be a, a big thing. It just doesn't feel as it, big as what I thought it should have been. It just doesn't make me so angry because I've enjoy, I enjoy other Spider-Man books. So when this pops up, I'm just like, all right, let's see what it's got this time. Yeah, no, I'll be quite Still honest. more the I, same. I'm ready for something. It, you it's know? funny, too, though. I almost suggested us not doing it tonight uh, yeah. because it's just me and you haven't really enjoyed it. And we're trying to keep it a little more positive. But it, it's supposed to be bigger in my it, mind. It's supposed you know to be what the I mean? Batman of Marvel. You know? Yeah. It, it, so it, that's it, like, 
why this it, should be his city of Bane, I guess, that it's yeah, fallen. Yeah, very, well, very there flat. you go. It might be. Yeah, actually, we'll see. We'll see how that works out. But we're going to go back. We have an impromptu third mail section because after we had recorded the mail, we got a mail in from Dispatch. So we're going to go off to do a third impromptu mail section, and then we'll finish up with another Spider-Man book that I know that me and you both like a little more yeah. than amazing. Yo, it's mail call. All right, and we have a third mail section, as I said, and it's Dispatch DCU says, Dearest Weird Science Marvel crew, I hope everyone had a great week. Jim, I hope you slept more. I did. And I hope Eric <laughs> didn't call off work this week, leaving you to do his job as well as yours. And he actually did not uh, end up calling in at all this week, which makes me very worried about tomorrow. Yes. My week wasn't too bad. I had a flat tire on the way to work and yada, 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 $420 later, yep. needing new That'll tires happen. and alignment and rotation. I'm all better again. Definitely could have been worse. I know how to do a lot, but I have zero knowledge of cars. I don't either. Definitely a regret. So other than the basics, I'm at the whim of a shop. Point is, if you're listening, tell your kids to pick up some car knowledge as they grow up. Plus, we will always need mechanics and they pay pretty well. That is true. And you pretty much can probably live anywhere you want in the world as well. Uh, Next up, let's talk about the midweek pod for a sec. I heard you guys talking about Daredevil, which I reviewed on the amazing Weird Science Marvel comic site where we have tons of amazing reviews for almost all the books each and every week, even though we still don't have the review copies yet, which would be greatly appreciated. Hashtag get WS Marvel review copies. But Jim referenced a very good point about the book that I wanted to drive home in comparison. My intent is not to throw shade in another writer, but mainly to point something out is all. Besides, before you criticize someone, you should walk a mile in their shoes that way. When you criticize them, you're a mile away and you have their shoes. And that is true. (laughs) I need a new pair of shoes. Mine stay. So bad. My kids won't even get near me sometimes with these. Anyway, Chip Zdarsky managed to take the character Daredevil and deconstruct him in a matter of six issues, a mere six issues. We watched Matt Murdock go through some deep, tragic and emotional as well as physical troubles. And for all intents and purposes, the Matt Murdock is broken. Enter Tom King, and this is going to be for you DC fans, who feels he needs approximately 99 more issues to do the very <laughs> same thing. Is it possible to deconstruct a character in less than 105 issues? Well, I would say that Chip just proved that in a handful. I'm willing to bet by the end of Tom King's run, we will have the same feeling that we had at the end of Chip's. It's just a little more issues, almost 100 more. And yeah, I, I, we we end up dealing with Tom King's Batman over at the DC podcast. And, yeah, it's frustrating. I do think by the end he will try to turn it around and get everybody happy. And it may be that everybody is. It's just taking way too long. But that's for the DC side of things. This was a great point Jim made last uh, pod that I just wanted to extend a bit. We get the point of what King is doing, but it's possible to do it in much less time as well. Overall, King's story could, could be a great story and might be. If it didn't take 105 issues, it's a nice idea, but so is adopting a rescue cat. Uh, My (laughs) Mother, one point, they ended up getting this cat that was in the sewer outside our house. And she kind of like gilded me into taking this cat. The cat attacked me every time I came home. It was hiding under chairs, and I'd go, Come on, come on out, cat. And it would bite me and claw me. I had to get rid of it. I I couldn't take it. The thing was just both of my cats that I've had, you know, one was has died of old age, but the other one, even both of them were things I just kind of found in the woods or whatever. We, we have house. two cats. We actually have two cats that we got at the SPCA that were kind of dumped there. And uh, I had kind of a love 
love-hate relationship at the beginning with them. I'm not a big cat guy. I'm more of a dog guy. And these cats, I was definitely, if you remember, I would talk about on the DC podcast all the time. I was allergic to them. I guess it was one of those that I just had to get used to it because I'm not allergic anymore. They do say that. Um, I'm used to it now. And the problem, though, is that we ended up getting a dog that's kind of like a support dog. If if you're not aware, my wife has uh, mental illness issues. So we have this dog that I'm telling you, it's in quotes, support dog, because I don't know what it's supporting up there. The dog is is crazy (laughs) as well. I think the dog needs a support dog. But once the dog kind of got involved, these cats cannot be anywhere near our room. So they just hang out in this podcast room. And while they become my best friends and they didn't like me at all before i'm telling you they would avoid me uh now they actually uh, start crying if i end up closing everything up to record and they're out i have to make sure they're in the room when i start recording or else they'll start crying outside the door <laughs> they come in while this is going on the one cat will get behind my monitor which is kind of a tv and will just jump on top and start swatting at the monitor i'm like nice. yeah, kind of get away I, I end up but yeah i actually uh end up uh have kind of grown fond of them though i don't know their names per se ah, i'm telling you, you i know their names <laughs> i don't know which is which not, i still don't which know which is which yeah no yeah, so yeah, I, I end up calling them the, yeah i end up I making say. up names well i'm telling you the one's finn and the one's declan and i swear to god i just mix them up all the time so i just kind of call them cat and cat and they don't seem to mind they're not complaining nope. and, and i will apologize to dispatch i'm going to have to kind of Tighten the screws on his email here because, you know, you have thrones coming up. And we ended up, the the issue was, we ended up doing the uh, mail ahead of time, which I forgot to tell him because I should have told him knowing that he was going to mail in. We ended up so that we could put six books on the podcast. And so I'm going to have to trim a little. Uh, I hope he doesn't mind. The next topic is for Jim. Head to Giant this week and buy Toy Story 4 cereal for $1.34 a box. That sounds good for me. That's too cheap to pass up. Last week, they had blueberry Cheerios, which are awful. I've had those. They're awful. And they smell very blueberry, but very fake blueberry. I don't like those. It makes me sick, that fake blueberry. Cheerios, please. waffle, blueberry egg waffles make me very sick. Grow up with the Cheerios. Cheerios are only good for little kids to learn how to pick things up. I'm telling you, nonsense. And uh, no, I, I I would try Toy Story Four cereal definitely. Yeah. Uh, the Toy Story. It, I'm, I'm he in. says the cereal is carnival berry and tastes fruity, but is shaped like Fruit Loops. Which I always always say when they have these knockoff cereals, you're, you're only going to get a couple different styles. Yeah. You're either going to get they something that is a Captain Crunch kind of knockoff, yeah. a Fruit Loops knockoff or possibly a Cheerios knockoff, which is kind of a Fruit Loops knockoff as well, or just the, uh, you know, almost like Cocoa Puffs, just a circle deal. They're all frosted Uh, with a slightly different sugar. Yeah. Most of them are usually, in my mind, tons of them are the Captain Crunch knockoff, and I'm not... That's what I remember the Nintendo one as when when I was a kid. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of the Captain Crunch cereal. I like the Oops All Berries, except that afterwards my poop is green. Yeah, Each loop is the color of Captain Crunch, which is weird. Modern science, am I right? Corn colored but fruit tasting. What will we get next? Maybe free health care for all? 
I doubt it. One of the things that we were talking about on uh, on Twitter uh, with Dispatch and all is that's where he probably went and saw because he kind of he's in my area as well. I, I believe uh, they have robots at Giant now that yeah. just walk around and you can ask them questions. I tell it to get out of my face is what I tell <laughs> it because I don't need the robot take on a robot. Uh, like, I, I could buy, yeah, you could do price checks and things like that. I'm like, I don't need that. And I'm, I'm waiting for it to like clean up an aisle six. And next thing you know, it's going to start tasing people. And yeah. uh, you know, uh, that's when stuff that would goes last wrong long by us. It would be stolen or it would be yeah, really taken down it or is put freaky. through a table or something yeah. like that. Yeah. And then he says, next topic this week, I was chatting with Russell Dodderman, you know, the same one who does the art for the one book we Name reviewed drops. for Marvel, what is called the War of the Realms, which we reviewed on Weird Science Marvel Comics site with a score of 8.8. We didn't like it as much, uh, but it's still a book that I enjoy. Uh, cough, cough. Anyone listening at Marvel, feel free to go take a look at listeners as well as the people from Marvel listening. Yep, we do talk to creators as well, so fe- feel free with those advanced copies. He, he's going <laughs> to end up that he he's going the route of we will annoy them so much yes. just to stop annoying them. We'll get them. Anyway, if you noticed in the War of Ventures tie-in, there was a bar named Dodderman's, and I mentioned that on the podcast. Well, that got me researching, and I told Russell Dodderman that there is actually a Jason Aaron beer. Uh, did you know Jason Aaron helped co-create a beer with a backstory? It was in 2014 and based out of Chicago, or as they say, Chicago is what I hear, what they Chi-town. say. They, 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 uh, Chi Town, uh, the best thing that I ever heard about Chicago is it's the Windy City. Uh, Philadelphia, where I'm from, it's windier actually each year. So that's kind of a weird <laughs> deal. Plus, they have that weird pizza there. I don't yeah, need to eat a soup based pizza. Only deep, deep dish, dish I want is from Pizza Hut. Get deep dish that. my butt. That's what I say. I'm just trying to start people fighting about <laughs> pizza. I, I like the Getting regular crust, New York-style sure, pizza yeah. is my deal. The brewery was called Arcade, and the beer was called Festus Rock Gut, which is a zombie cowboy ale made from black wheat. I do drink beer, but as crazy as I get is Corona with lime. That's about as fancy as he gets, but listeners go try some. I, I do not drink. I, that's the one reason why I don't live in Buffalo. I, I actually, you yeah. don't realize this, Brandon. I went to go and live in Buffalo, and you have to sign a waiver that says that you are a heavy drinker. Yes. That's the only ones that are allowed in Buffalo. You have a, a quota of not. 12 packs you have to buy every couple yeah. days, and if you don't hit I'm it, sorry. they ship you out. Yeah, and that's that's something I talk about a lot on the DC podcast, just to let everybody know. Yeah, I do not drink beer. I haven't drank a beer in like 10 years. Uh, and, uh, you know, I did in college, but after that, I grew Sometimes up. Sometimes I wake up and I wonder why I drink drank the beer I drank. But, yeah, you know, I just, that's I, I just not, I to ton- drink beer. Yes. Tanya, <laughs> Tanya likes the wine she does and, and basically the wine that she does almost every day is are you recording again that's her wine yeah. I, I need my yeah. there you go Zing. next up this one goes out the new dad Johnny Fresno who was looking for some great books for his brand new bundle of joy I was talking with Kibble Smith again Marvel if you're listening Name review drop. copies we are polite and communicate with writers in a positive way uh, respectfully and anyway he wrote one of my top five favorite characters in general any guess do you know any guess of really? what he is? I knew he wrote this. Nope, it's Lockjaw. I oh. uh, love that dang dog. Anyway, he wrote the Pet oh, the Adventures. Lockjaw then followed it. Talking? Yeah, and then, yep. And then he followed up. And uh, I like uh, Daniel Kibblesmith. Yeah, I, I'm I actually too. a big fan. Well, he just ended up doing that Deadpool uh, Black Panther one that we like. Yep. So, yeah. He's got I, another he's book cool coming dude. out here up, coming up. I yeah, I like him. Is, so. 
He also did uh, Pet Avengers Unleashed, which was a nice pun there, Unleashed, and then followed up with Pet Avengers versus Avengers, and they were fantastic reads. Amazing for kids. My boys loved the heck out of them. They were funny and exciting and ultimately a great time. Read those with your little one. That, that, that reminds me of some of the books that I actually like like that over at DC, where the Tiny Titans yep. and the Little Gotham, that, that sort of deal, which are real cool uh, books that are, are pretty neat. And I'll tell you some of those books were even like the tiny titans why i like that as much is because it didn't really talk down to the kids and it was one of those books that you could actually give to a kid that introduced characters in a really good way yeah. that would let them know these weird characters uh also deathstroke at one point was the gym teacher i think and that, that got me chuckling side note someone <laughs> online has a pet avengers tattoo that looked amazing she proved it to me and sent me pics and it looks phenomenal that's love and dedication no doubt any character you love that much or even real human that you would tattoo on your body my Oof. my body's a temple i'll tell you it doesn't look like it it's a shambles but i don't have any tattoos i, w- I, I, I have never a gotten a tattoo somewhere on my body probably. yeah he actually asked if i would put nick Foles, and i'm telling you i can imagine me putting nick Foles tattoo and in about 10 years it would be on the internet of look at these awful tattoos anytime you try to get a real person to oh, it, it, it's awful if i was going to get one it would be the eagles logo yeah it's probably what i, I have would one get, tattoo but- on my my upper arm, just my initials or whatever. But uh, other than that, that's no, that's so no you can remember them. Is that why? Yeah, it's when you get pulled over well, and they're like, "What are your initials?" Drunk, I need I need <laughs> someone to take me home. It's basically my yeah, address, really. you know. Yes, there you go. It's your address on there. It's your it's your wife's uh, emergency yeah. contact number. If and lost, I still need to guess. Please contact. Yes. And he says he's going to guess the band that changed my life. This week he's going easy. The band that I feel changed many people's lives. He says the Beatles and he is actually right. That, that oh, is is the, that's one of the bands. That's one of the two bands. I gave the nonsense horn, but that was one of the things. That was one At of the most it, important it's things. it's not Bon Jovi, that, I'm cool with it. No, it's not Bon Jovi. But that's one of the two bands that changed my life. And it's one of the two bands that had a lot of people uh, say that it would have changed their lives. But yeah, Beatles is one, one of the most important things. That and uh, Star Wars, A New Hope, what I just called <laughs> Star Wars back in the day. Yeah. Two of the things that changed my life. And Indiana Jones, the uh, those movies as well. But he's says that's enough for now have a great week guys and that is dispatch and now we're going to go off to finish up the podcast with what i alluded to a spider-man book that we really liked this week all right and what spider-man book is that brand spider-man life story chapter number three so this is going to take place during the 80s we got 1962 15 year old boy named peter parker was bitten by a radioactive spider and became the crime fighting superhero called spider-man but Peter quickly learned the pressures of being a hero took a toll, not just on him, but also his loved ones. Soon after, Peter discovered that Miles Warren had cloned Norman Osborn, Gwen Stacy, and Peter himself. Harry Osborn borned Warren's lab to the ground. Peter tried to save the clones, but only his own survived. And when Warren revealed that the woman Peter thought was his wife was a clone and the Gwen he first fell in love with, had been lost in the explosion. Peter fell to pieces. Written yeah, by Chip Zdarsky. Yeah. Oh, I I'm forgot sorry. this you part. Go with Pencils that. Yeah. by Mark Bagley. Inks John Dell. Colors by Frank Diamarda. Letters VCs Travis Landham. 
Yeah, and with that, you you got this idea that Chip Zdarsky is kind of going with the idea uh, that's kind of like a time travel idea as well. Of you might be able to stop something, but some things are always yes, meant to be like it a, always evens out. In yeah, the end that's and that's how it's kind of going with this. Where you had Gwen Stacy, where we said at the one point early, you had. Uh, Peter pretty much called the police and, you know, you had uh, uh, Norman Osborn get arrested. And so that would save Gwen. And but it ended up twisting around in one of those like fate things where that's the problem is she was still destined to die. And she did. And at the end of the issue, we kind of saw MJ, who was having problems, her and Harry at the one point pretty much seemed to be drug addicts. Uh, She has cleaned herself up here. And we go to what seems to be 1984. And uh, you see that Mary Jane is giving birth. She's in the hospital. She's pregnant. Uh, Poor Aunt May. And this is where you're really getting the first real, real. And this one, this 80s one, is where you see a lot of the idea of the time frame and aging really hitting home with Aunt May especially, but also Peter. uh, Because Aunt May, she's got some dementia. She can't remember things. She doesn't remember. And it's right away where Aunt May's sitting there with MJ. MJ's in the hospital bed, and she has to remind her, my name's Mary Jane. You know, where's Peter? Uh, uh, Mary Jane, uh, May, you know, Peter's on his way. And she has, you know, the, the tracker trying to figure out what is going on because this is Secret Wars time and yeah. you have all the heroes off on War World and the problem is, or Battle World, I mean, and, and with that, the repercussions of a real life book that this is supposed to have end up hitting home because without the heroes there, there's kind of a world war going on. People yep. are taking advantage Cold of things war. like that. Now, yeah, the Cold War's escalated. There's the whole deal. And, and in this thing, there's kind of a funny deal. And I'm jumping ahead. We'll still go back to talk a little of the secret war deal. But while this is going on, you have the remaining superheroes trying to keep, you know, everybody at peace, the Russians with the U.S. and things like that. And this would be the 80s. You had, you know, Ronald yep. Reagan and all this stuff with the Russians. So they end up, you know, the Russians launch bombs and they're going to launch a bomb to hit Manhattan. And luckily for some people, Vision ends up being able to grab the bomb. And the yeah, thing is, these bombs were intangible. You had these things with, you know, superpowers and things like that. And he did redirect the bomb pretty much right where I live because it spells out where they say and it's just so weird that Chip Zdarsky gets this deal and like the missile was headed to Manhattan and you had the vision ended up grabbing it taking it away from that and it landed just outside of Allentown Pennsylvania well I'll tell you right where I'm sitting is about 12 miles just outside of Allentown, Pennsylvania. So I believe in this book, I am dead. I am completely, I'm one of the ones where they say the visions, like he watched everybody just get destroyed and it really, the horror kind of affected him here. And yeah, I'm dead. I'm dead. But while this is going on, you do have the secret wars going on and you have all the heroes fighting. Peter just wants to get back to, you know, MJ. And he knows that she's pregnant. Yeah, she's going to, yeah. Uh, it's yeah. twins seems to be one of those that is a surprise, but he knows that she's pregnant. So with this, you have this crazy deal where he's working again with Reed. Reed's an old man in this. And, and Reed even as this things have not 
turned out so well for yeah. him. You know, no. he doesn't have Sue. His family the family's seems to have left, left him. him. Yeah. yeah, and it's one of those where Chip Zdarsky's really spelling out like the life of a hero is a life that you don't really have people stick around because you never have time for him. That's kind of what Peter as well. It ends up, but they almost have where they have this machine, and, and I love Thor and Hulk walk in, and Peter's just in tatters, and he's like, "Hey, Thor, you look pretty good," you know, and Thor's like, "You are a mess, Spider Man. Thou art a mess." And he's like, yeah, you know, not everybody has, you know, God clothing like you. And he's like, oh, no, no, that's not just that. You should check out this machine. You can go up to it and just ask it for, you know, your dream thing and and to be able to do whatever it wants. And Spidey goes there. And this is kind of the clever way he gets a symbiote. He, He sits there and thinks of a way to get back, a way to end this whole deal. And it is the symbiote that takes him over. And when he does return, he returns as, you know, that black. Black suited suit, symbiote yeah. Spider-Man. And it's really cool. And I think that the way Chip do Starsky like does this is such a cool way of figuring these things out and making the progression, even as this goes on, where Mary Jane does have twins. You see Peter go back, and Peter realizes at this point, you know, I have a family, I need to pay attention, but he can't pull himself away from this superhero stuff because of the idea that if he does, people might die and things like it's that. Like he's so trying it, to solve the world's problems. Like- his family kind of falls to the side. He's saving New York. Yeah. He's, saved, he's developed these radio sponges to help with the bombing. Yeah. And- yep. In my area. Uh, yeah. Everybody's dead, but you know, yeah, he's he's. You might have an arm coming out of your chest, but Peter, yeah. Peter has your house livable. Yeah, again, but he's he's getting all of this radiation out. But even that, the whole deal with this throughout this is MJ pretty much saying, you know, I'm used to Peter disappearing, but May is becoming a handful. At one point, she walks away with the kids, these yeah. twins, and she has to call Peter. The police are involved, and the, she wants to send May to an old folks home, a retirement home, and Peter will not have anything of it. And it's one of those where you almost get MJ's, you, know, you, you see MJ's point 100%, but Peter's like, no, she raised me. When Uncle yeah, Ben died, like she was going to raise me. Kids, but know? that's the problem. Pete's not around. And so she's just begging him and, and she's accepting it enough. And finally, she has enough and basically throws out the idea of like, I'm sorry that I'm not yeah, the dead Gwen Stacy, you know, yeah. and, and things like that. Because as this is going on, he is using the symbiote suit and he kind of spells it out and it goes really into uh, later with Craven, but he spells out he's getting old, but the suit Ends up making him be able to kind of be young again. It's yeah. it's and reinvigorating. It, you know the, oh, the yeah. talk he has with Reed is good because he's Reed, aware of yeah. its symbiotic nature and and yep. he tells Reed, you know, I'm not stupid. I know. I try to take it off so it, it doesn't fully take hold of me yeah. and this and that. And, and with this, this is a pretty cool deal because we saw that Reed and Peter had a falling out, but during yeah. you know Secret Wars they kind of got back together. Built so when the they get back to Earth, again, yeah. they end up you know working together, and that's where Reed is very concerned with Peter and says you know i've been kind of on the sly on the side i'm kind of studying the suit you have you know that it's you know has a mind of its own it's doing things it's not quite you and you're kind of getting taken over by this and that's where you said peter's like yeah i know and the big thing is he says i gave mary jane the thing you know there's a thing i gave her that if it goes too far I have told her to use, you know, this gun to kind of stop me with this. Uh, but poor Mary Jane, the whole time, every time she's there, she's pretty much it's holding much one on of the babies plate. and I things. Know. And there's so much and she's getting so frustrated. So as this is going on, 
you have Craven's last hunt. You do have Craven. You know, you, you they and even at this point, spell Peter's out. given up the costume. Yeah, and the, they even the spell symbiote. out the idea that somebody has been, you know, going around. It has been, you know, yeah, oh they man, set it there's, up well. it's there's not these just, copycats going, so he's out. But yeah, he does end up, listen, I'm going to work on all this. I'm going to do this the right way. He ends up getting rid of the symbiote. It's in like this jar thing that's containing it, a containment thing. And he goes out and that's where you have Craven kind of go against him. And Craven spells out, he's getting old as well, but he wants Spider-Man to be the best thing he can be. And so what he does, he ends up killing him. He does kill him uh, in this. And Peter wakes up in the grave, but you know, he's underground buried. Craven has cancer. He says, I'm an old man and I'm still stronger than you spider-man this isn't right and while this is going on he does get buried and you go back again to mary jane she's doing things on her own again she's like yeah peter disappears that's what he does all of a sudden she sees the symbiote break out of this containment and goes and she's even saying you know that's costume really is alive and it it seems desperate to go find peter which it does and i'll tell you the one thing that kind of threw me off a little in this was i don't need a chip sadarsky you know gravestone or a bagley or a dell that kind of threw me off in a in a a book that has been so good and and really gets me involved i get that i'm like i don't need that joke (laughs) um but the symbiote goes it goes into the grave and and there you go you have venom come out uh, you know peter symbiote deal come out it looks awesome this whole thing looks incredible yeah um but yeah now it looks very venomous when he pops out of here yeah now you have full out symbiote spider-man peter who then runs into craven and basically he's like you buried me it's over i'm gonna kill you this is what craven wanted this is craven like thank god you're awesome now you're beautiful this is what i needed you to be Mary Jane shows up and gives him the sonic gun that they had set up, ends up knocking the symbiote off of him. And then, unfortunately, the next panel, I'm telling you, it's Mary Jane leaving. And it's poor old Peter just sitting there like a sad sack. He, He doesn't do and He's just got Aunt May there. It's so sad. And again, this is one of those where... I, I was worried that the book was going to get to this point, right? That that everything was going to go wrong, and we'll see how it goes yeah, through the well, 90s. That was my but, one kind of complaint in my yeah. review when I wrote it, is, is that it, this is, the entire tone, really, for Peter in general is pretty dour. Like, he doesn't it have is. really anything that goes no, his way. No, and you're like, but oh, man. But I really man, love the cliffhanger stink. where we see Craven, he tries to off he's himself, kill himself, and the symbiote stops Symbiote him. shows up with him yeah. and stops it, it looks like. Yeah, he's end up where basically... He's done what he wanted to do. He he says, I did it. And he said, I made the Spider-Man the hunter now. I'm done. Mother, the cancer is, it's, it's taken me. Look at this. And he gets out his shotgun and he's about to do it. And the symbiote comes and that's where you get a black panel at the end. But yeah, you, you get the idea that he did not get to kill himself. So we'll nope. see how that goes into the 90s. Um, I love this book. I, I, I really too. do love this whole series. Uh, I think that this will be one of those where when it is collected, uh, this might be one that people might want to wait. And if they do, which 
I hope they do have like a hardback yeah. uh, with a lot of extra stuff and things like that. I think it would be well worth yeah, it. I, I think this the is one of the best books. They're covering is like, are we going to do Peter when he's 70? Like what's yeah, that going to be like? <laughs> I don't know. And I, I haven't really paid attention to the solicits and things like that to even know. I'm just enjoying the ride. And it's one of those. I'm glad we ended with this because, you know, we started out liking Black Widow and then we kind of lost our way a little with the, the idea of the weekend edition being more of a positive deal uh we wanted to just do a lot of books and get back to the hulk and things like that and continue some stuff but i'm glad that we ended with this because i'm fully positive i'm giving it i know what you gave it on the site but before you say that i'm going to tell you i'm giving it at least a nine i could even go higher i like this so much and it's one of those where I keep saying, I said it in the Guardians deal, I said it in amazing stuff like that, where sometimes I do feel left behind. This is a book that should make me feel left behind, yeah. and it doesn't. I'm no, enjoying it's, it's, it. I it's actually, he is, he's focusing on the big things that I know of at least, so I'm enjoying it so much, and it's a twist of it all. So it's it's new. So I'm right there, you know, right there with everybody else. So I really, really like it. And yeah, you would guess the next issue. Uh, I would think that May Aunt May is going to be dead, right? She'll she'll yeah. end up dying yeah, and I things like so. that. And Peter will have to. I just hope by the no end way she makes he, another ten years. No, I mean she's in her nineties here. So I, I just uh, hope that by the end he actually gets back with MJ just to give us I know, something. I, to I like, hope it right? cheers up just uh, for a few moments. I don't need it to be entirely like a happy go lucky book. Yeah, but like just to have one moment kind of go. Yeah, I need that nice. by then. And <laughs> and we don't know that what happens is in the meantime, Craven did not reveal that he's actually Dave Grohl goes off and joins Nirvana in the nineties, yeah. and then and then stuff really gets wacky. But yeah, I, <laughs> I actually really enjoy it. What did you give it on this side? Yeah, I give it an eight five. Uh, really, wow. my only knock on it other uh, is that I want that kind of cheerful moment here and there. Yeah. Do, does it need to be you know? taking over every page of the book but like you know the, I mean, even yeah, it out you just have a read little. reads families left them i mean there yeah. is nothing that's no, that nothing happy good happens it seems it's right. tough I know yeah. you're covering the bullet points and and a lot of the bullet points end up being bad things when you yeah, go through history yeah. but uh you know <laughs> me, me Peter, and Eric are take dead. Take out for ice cream or something, you know? Yeah, Jeez, really. Anything. <laughs> man, Chip Zdarsky blow up my hometown. I'm dead. Yeah, really? All that stuff. But yeah, that's this is my book of the week. Uh, I really did like Black Widow as well, but this is my book of the week. Uh, yeah. How about I think you? my Hulk score ended up edging this out just okay. barely. Yeah. Yeah, so that's cool. But yeah, uh, that's it. That's the end of the podcast. I hope everybody enjoyed it. I think this is going to be one of those longer episodes. Yeah, uh, yeah, because we wanted to get, you know, six books. I doubt we're going to have that many books normally on the weekend edition. There were a lot of books this week. Though, yeah, there so were. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Uh, and we'll see you in a couple of days. Before I actually, before we go, I will mention again that we do have a Patreon. If you want to support us, patreon.com slash weird science, where if six books wasn't enough here, you you can go over and we did giant man number one and lendo calrissian number one brandon's favorite book of the week yes and that's kind Definitely. of the deal each week we do Can't at least Jabba. the marvel spotlight and that looks to be Jabba next week uh but yeah thanks everybody i hope you enjoyed the show and we'll talk to you in a couple of days and i must keep running running and 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 running